welcome to Paint Ed. PCA provides painting contractors with connections they need to grow their business. To find out more and to become a member, go to PCAPaintEd.org. Find more great content like this on PCA Overdrive. A subscription to the platform is included with membership. For all you non-members out there, sign up for our free trial. PCA Overdrive is available on the Apple Store and Google Play. In today's podcast, we feature audio from Brothers of the Brush with Chris Kerfoot. In this episode, Chris catches up with two great guys, Adam and Mark, otherwise known as Dope Deco. He chats with them about meeting fellow expats at work, finding the right relationship, and work issues. This episode is sponsored by Benjamin Moore and Sherwin-Williams. Welcome to this episode of the Brothers of the Brush podcast, a podcast by decorators for decorators with me, your host, Chris Kerfoot. So on this week's episode, it's first time for a three-way <laughs> for me anyway. Not <laughs> about you two. Uh, we've got Adam and Mark from Dope Deco, both expats in a fashion, um, both over in Australia or down under, should I say, in Australia. In well, are you where are you again? Sydney. Sydney. Uh, yeah, I'm thinking Melbourne. I've got Melbourne stuck in my head. You guys are both in Sydney, aren't you? Yeah. Yeah. How are we doing? What time of night is it there? Uh, eight o'clock now. Yeah. Oh, you're what? nearly bedtime. Yeah, about 11 <laughs> hours behind us then. <laughs> oh, no, you're in front, aren't you? About 11 hours in front of us. Yeah, we're in the future, mate. It's crazy. Yeah, yeah you can't tell, like, Sunday morning, my brain's not functioning properly yet. <laughs> Get another coffee in, Chris. Oh, uh, well, yeah, I'll have another one in a bit when I have a bacon sandwich. Ooh, now we're <laughs> oh, you shouldn't have said bacon sandwich. Ba- ba- bacon. Yeah, the bacon's not the same here. It's ba- ba- oh. bacon sandwich with a bit of grated cheese on. Oh, nice. Yeah, bit of ba- grated cheese and brown sauce. Yeah, mate. Okay, we're, yeah, we're moving back home now. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you're convincing. <laughs> I might even send you a picture later. <laughs> <laughs> so. Who's in you two guys' households? I'll let you decide between who's going first. <laughs> go on, Shilty. You go. Um, in my house tonight, I've got three kids and my wife. I've got Haley, and I've got three kids. Keen is nine, Maddie is four, and Lukey is eight months. So if you hear any noise in the background, don't be alarmed. It's just the guys getting ready for bed. Yeah, <laughs> killing each other. <laughs> do, you, do you find they have like a hyper hour before they go to bed? Yeah, we call it the um, the witching hour here, Chris. Yeah. And um, yeah, there's um, there's a lot of shouting going on and a lot of negotiations going on. And um, yeah, we we start trying to get everybody bath and homework done and dinner so we start that around six and yeah, a bit similar to us then yeah see, typically then see i'm quite lucky because my little lad will say i'm tired can i go to bed <laughs> that's oh, what you no. want <laughs> Lo- loves, loves his bed how old is he chris seven 
the wow. both, both both my kids have always been like it. I, I I love my bed. I love my sleep. I don't lie in, but I do enjoy my sleep. But they, I mean, on a non-school night, he'll go bed at half seven so he can watch a Marvel film. As soon as it's finished, he'll turn it off about half nine. You know, and that's it. Wow. You know, yeah. pretty well trained and pretty harsh. <laughs> yeah, it must be a must be a big whip. <laughs> I'm a big believer in tough love. That's the way I was brought up. Not, not in a nasty way. It's, it's tony of voice. So no, yeah. in the right way, and the fear of it's more frightening than getting it. <laughs> no, I'll take it later. So, who's, who's in your house? Oh, hang on. So, is your is your other half from Ireland as well, Mark, or is your other half Australian? She's from Ireland. She's from um, Tipperary. Yeah, long way. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I knew you were going to say that, Chris. Yeah, I'm just wondering because when I've when I've spoke to some, the other the other halfs are Australian or whatever, you know, they've, they've been there all the while. So, what about you, Mark, uh, Adam? I'm thinking um, to somebody I know. Adam. <laughs> You'll probably do that quite a bit tonight, I reckon. Um, yeah. In my house, there's me, my fiance Heather, um, my little son. Lincoln, who turned two on Monday, actually, and uh, my dog, Charlie, and my psychotic cat, Lola. Uh, what, yeah. what sort of dog is it? He's a Mastiff cross Staffy. Oh, yeah. interesting combination. <laughs> yeah, he's like a big American Staffy. He's a big, dopey, stupid, sucky thing. Yeah, he's, a, he's, a, he's about 36 kilos. Dogs like their owners? Yeah, yeah, pretty much, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, he's a dokey twat, yeah. <laughs> I'll tell you what, if you see a picture of mine, I have a spaniel, it's all airs, we call him uh, Tina Turner because air goes frizzy on top. <laughs> but there's a picture circulating somewhere and one of me and one at dog at side of each other. And very similar, when I used to have long hair and a perm, very similar looking. <laughs> oh, <brilliant. laughs> so... So your story in business, how did you two start? Because you're obviously you two are a partnership. Where's where's the name Dope come from? Um I I so I I started up Dope Deco and me and Mark, it's a bit of a long-winded story, but me and Mark were working together um on another firm. But I like we'll give you the so when I came to Sydney as a backpacker, I worked at the university and I, I did like oh, maybe two months with this company and Mark was there um, working. He was like a sort of supervisor for that company. And I, I went off down to Adelaide to do my regional work to get my second year holiday visa. I spent a couple of years down there, went around the world, blah, blah, blah. And then I came back and I was working on the new Royal Adelaide Hospital. And I was doing, I, I, I can painting. I was like, I'm never painting again because I, I was just working for a bunch of tossers and people who couldn't run a bath, let alone a job. It was yeah. like turning up to work blind and, you know, with, and there was no materials there. And then the client was like, oh, you're doing this room as well. And I'd paint that room and the boss would be like, no, you weren't painting that room. I'm like, well, you weren't, didn't pick up your phone. It was a nightmare. So I was like, right, I'm not painting. So I um, started at the, at, the, at the hospital labouring and then I got offered a supervisor's role on the light rail in Sydney and I was like, oh, okay. So I moved back to Sydney and I was going to start on, 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 on the light rail as a supervisor and I was kind of between sort of starting work and 
I said, my mate in Adelaide was like, oh, you should go and work with my mate's uh, painting firm in Sydney. Uh, you go, uh, and, and this. And I, I was sort of doing a few bits for a couple of old painters and that. And I, went, I turned up to uh, work one day and uh, like he, Stevie was like, I'm not there, you know, just ring Mark. So I rang Mark and it turned out it was Mark that I'd worked with, you know, two yeah. years ago. Do you know what I mean? And I was yeah. like, the chances of that. So then we were working together. And um, I'd had enough and I, I, I sort of saw an opportunity of, you know, the calibre of houses and how much work there was in Sydney. And I was like, right, maybe I should just go for it. Because I had my own business in the UK. Yeah. And I went off and started Dope Deco and, and, and then I, I, Mark came in on it. But Mark was here way before me. So, because you're, you're Brighton based originally, aren't you? Yes. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You're not fans coming back? <laughs> Well, mate, what, I'm competing against Tommy? No way. <laughs> no way. Like my, my missus is still, you know, undecided whether she wants to move back. And I thought, fuck, I'll, I well, I'll, Brighton. Would you want to go up and price against Tommy? <laughs> I wouldn't. Well, I was just going to ask, is your missus uh, English as well, or is she Aussie? Yeah, she's... Um, yeah, she's, she's actually... If you want to go bloodline, she's actually um, part Italian, part... Um, Aussie, yeah. so she's got like dual, but her her mum's, you know, like her her dad's Italian Aussie, and yeah. you know, and that's how I she's got dual citizenship. That's how we yeah. end up here. She'll be fiery then. Yeah, she's mental. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Just checking. You all right, love? <laughs> Just checking in. I'm only joking. Yeah. <laughs> so, no, I'll get a right good kicking once this is over. No doubt. Yeah, she'll be it's, she'll be doing it under the table, so I can't see it on camera. <laughs> <laughs> Prodded yet? So how, yeah. how did you start in business, Mark? Um, well, I suppose look, I just sort of bounce in and fill in the blanks where ads had um, left out. So yeah, I, when I was um, working at the college, I didn't actually get to work with Adam. We only met each other at Smoko and. Um, Smoko is like morning tea. Fag break. You know, like you're, yeah, yeah. fag break. And we were, um, we just got speaking with each other almost over the, 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 the kitchen table, as it were. And um, he had told me that he had worked for a painter that I had worked for. So we <laughs> yeah. built up a bit of a good rapport, actually um, sharing Vietnam stories about this, this guy we worked for won't mention any names, but yeah, we were just having a laugh about um, our time with this guy. And that was it then. Me and him just sort of met it's each tough. other every day like that. And then about a year ago, the or a year or two after that, then the guy said that um, a guy, Adam, is coming to work with, work with us. And then Adam turned up and um, yeah, we got talking and I could see then that ads, at that time was starting, I don't know if he really liked painting before that, but he was getting into things. He was starting to love the, the stuff we were doing, but then, <coughs> sorry guys. Um, <laughs> yeah. Don't snuff it um, off after the podcast. <laughs> um, I, um, I think maybe six, seven months into working with the same firm, Adam just, he was getting sick of how things were being run on our um 
with the guys that I was with and he went, no, I'm out of here. And I think he started off on his own. And um, I was, he, he did talk about starting Dope Daco and everything that Ads used to say to me back then, he has done yeah. right down to um, decorating the van the way it is with our new logo and stuff. So um, then when things got quiet with my boss, the guy that I was working with at the time, me and Ads got back together and it was really good because the two of us shared the same vision. That we wanted to be the biggest and the best painters in Sydney. And I used to always think that, but I never really done anything about it. And what I liked about ads at that time was, you know, he was very, he was good at selling himself. And he had a lot of faith in what we could do together. You know, he would be saying our work is going to be um, immaculate was the word he was using. I was going bloody hell, you can't be using that word to people because then we're going to have to go in and actually do that. Yeah. But it turned <laughs> That's out... That's a live up to expectation. <laughs> yeah, I was thinking, look, what's this yeah. guy saying? He was saying, no, our doors are going to be immaculate. We are... And I was going, whoa. But I, I, I knew that we were good painters, but, yeah. you know, to be immaculate, that's a big statement. But then when we started a few of our bigger jobs, we got the proper fest tool, we got the proper rollers, and our work was immaculate. So yeah. th- that was really good. That After the battles, uh, having the gear, isn't it? Yeah. Having the gear and uh, uh, actually having the attitude as well. And that's, that's where ads came in where, you know, he, he was selling the product and then we would deliver it after. We would always say, wow, what are we going to do now? So we, we had to deliver. Well, that's, that's, um, I mean, I've I've worked with a mate of mine. It was it weren't like an official partnership, but he didn't have the same frame of mind as me. And I think that's it sounds it where you two have dropped lucky because you've both got the same vision, the same frame of mind. Yeah. You both want to, my mate was just like, I wanna get in, get paid, get out, you know, and it, it don't work. But do you find where one of you has a weakness, the other one fills gap and vice versa? Hundred percent. Hundred percent. And yeah. that's why it works. And this is the thing is like, you, you have to complement each other and you don't always agree on everything. But me and Mark, are, I, I'm really open and honest. And I'll, I'll just say like, you know, this is how I'm feeling or whatever, you know, what, what do you're you think a twat. of this? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you're yeah. A bell- Stop being a bellend. <laughs> so, but yeah, and you have to work to the the advantages like I always sort of say like I'm sort of like a, a bit more gun ho than Mark and let's do it yeah we can you know and Mark's like yeah. oh you know yeah. and that's a Mark's Stand back a look cautious. at the bigger picture yeah, yeah. so yeah. and there's been many occasions where you know me being gun ho has paid off and many a time where Mark's like cautious um <laughs> way of, of doing it has paid off so and and you know we i don't think we've ever had a proper tiff have we i mean we've had a bit of a lover's tiff or whatever well yeah, yeah but... lover's tiff yeah one or two small <laughs> lover's tiff that. <laughs> we actually i think maybe give a hug at the end of it and that was it but yeah. we yeah. do try and iron things out pretty soon and, some, the bud. and sometimes if adam is saying something if he's maybe given the plan and my face yeah even though i'm trying to maybe yeah say yeah 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 but my face is telling a different tale your face is saying no 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 yeah i'll just stop halfway through and go 
oh, you're not feeling this, are you? And Mark's like, nah. <laughs> <laughs> well, so I suppose the thing, the strength is knowing your strengths, I suppose, in your, in your business, isn't it, with, with two of you? It's yeah, knowing what, it what, what your strengths and weaknesses are. Yeah, absolutely. And there's a, with knowing Adam so well now, and I suppose him knowing me, we, we both know, like, when we walk into a job, what Adam's price is going to be and what my price is going to be. And I think, you know, after two or three years of knowing each other, you know, that's a really important thing where then yeah. Adam can go and look at a job and doesn't necessarily need me there or vice versa. Well, that, yeah, when, it's, only, when I... it's only the big ones that are yeah. like, you need two brains are better than one. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Like Because now we've worked out our flow system of how we work. It's yeah. taken a while and we've lost money, big money as well. Not You know, we lost 20 grand on one job last year, underpriced. Yeah. 10 grand on one, on one this year brutal but you know like that's that's part and parcel and it's you're not going to get everyone right and that's you know and now we know like sort of how our systems are it's only the big ones that i'll sort of draw mark in and that's what we've sort of worked out we've both got our roles within the business if that makes yeah. sense now sort of thing yeah. so when when i was with my mate what we'd do would go look say if it was a big external we'd both walk around with pen and paper back then this was 17, 18 years it ago. It sounds like how me and my mate Dave and, used to do it. I think and we, we both walked round, work it out hours rather than price. Oh, and okay. We'd, we'd go and sit back at Van's house smoking then, and he was. We'd go and sit and have a fag at Van and com compare his hours. And on an outside, say a job that was probably about a week to two weeks, you'd mm. probably be within about three or four hours of each other. Wow. You know, wow. That's you good. That way. Mm. You know, that, You're on the you same page. You're on you're on forty four hours. I'm on forty one. Let's say on the side of danger and go forty four, and then obviously yeah. the hourly rate. There's your price plus your materials and whatever extra. So, so would you would you price it like not secretly, but you wouldn't say anything to each other and see what you yeah, both you'd, come you'd out. Yeah, you just both walk around because, like you said a minute ago, two two brains are better than one. Two sets of eyes are better than one. He, yeah. he might he might see that window on offshoot, that little foot square mm. window that I've missed. Yeah. And it, it yeah. Said, well, have you got 44 hours and I've got 40. I said, well, do a little, did you see that little wind rod offshoot? Or I thought that gable would take a bit of fanning about because it's awkward. You've got to get your ladder in there. And do, do, you, do you price your jobs on out? Like if you're working a job out now, Chris, where you work out or, you know, that, 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 that door's three hours or do you do it in days? Because we normally do it days. in days, I think. Days. Or, yeah. Days. Okay. I, yeah. I know roughly, I mean. I, I thought I was being weird then. Uh, stuff out I, I, know, I know some have spreadsheets, you know, everyone does it different. Some have spreadsheets and do it prior to them, but I, because predominantly I work on my own. I've, mm. my, my main common one, which is the jobs I prefer, are what I call three or four day standards, where it's you go in, imagine your typical English house if you still can. Mrs. Jones' front room in a Barrett house, ceiling walls, woodwork, four inches skirt in two sills, and probably, if you're lucky, two press doors. And it, yeah. it's, it's three days in and out. So I have a template where it's because I take a 25% deposit, I have a template for the deposit with a figure on. Uh, in fact, I was just altering it yesterday because my prices are going up next year, and obviously, paint will go up six percent like it does here. So I just altered it, but I have a the twenty five percent deposit on my job acceptance, and then on the quote, it has the the main figure, and then mm. uh, so I can walk in with my iPad, look at room, think three day standard, just write three outside at room into next room. Well, that one's bare plaster, whatever you're going to be an extra day, four day standard. You yeah, know, th I have a three and a four day standard, but other than that, I'll walk round. Say if it's an outside, I'll count the windows up, 
and I'll have a set amount of time per window. So say, yeah. say if you have an, an hour, say if you have just like a box sash, an hour to prep, uh, an, an hour to fanny about doing the other bits, sanding, an, an hour of coat, and you're doing three coats, that's five hours a window, 10 windows, 50 hours. Yeah. That's, yeah. that's obviously going to be just say what, seven days? Well, it's, it's just over seven days, so I'd probably just round it up to eight days because why would you work a part day for less money? You just might as well yeah, round exactly. it up to a full day. And then obviously yeah. your materials yeah. on top. And then on every job, I put a bit on for sundries. These stuff like mm. so tape cork. It, it, do you then, Chris, when you're doing your job, say like Mrs. Jones' room, is that prep middle of the road? Or like if, if you're... If you're doing the walkthrough and preparing your quote, will you ask the Mrs. Yeah. Jones in what what standard do you want? Masterpiece, no, middle I'll, of the road, I'll, or I'll just get do, it on? I'll only do one standard. That's highest quality I can do. Hmm. Is, is that if, all the time? Yeah, yeah. I, I I know you can price to a budget, but if somebody says to me, I'll, I'll do, I'll just take every job as the highest standard you can do within, yeah. you know, within the budget they're willing to pay. But then you might get a rental. And they say, oh, well, this ceiling and want one coat. Mm. Uh, and and what, one of my pet hates is, all they need is a quick coat. Don't matter oh, whether it's getting... Yeah. There's no quick coat. It's still, if it takes you 15 minutes to paint the ceiling, it's no quicker than a normal coat. A coat's a this, coat. It, it, this is the, the, the problem that me and Mark have encountered. And, and I think as time goes on and our business progresses, we've sort of like, we know that we're sort of like decent painters um and that but we're we're trying to get into the realm of like doing the top top flagships um you know yeah. top five percent of houses in sydney and you know we're doing all the special effects and decorative finishes and that but we're still not getting sort of without sounding like a wanker like the, the sort of houses we deserve like the big yeah. houses that you get here yeah and we're we're going up against rough middle of the road painters and our price doesn't reflect them you know we, we we put in a price 90 grand someone came in at like 35 and i'm like yeah. like how like it's well, all the it, time people are coming at half or a third less yeah. than us so i'm just like how in, in, in that hell? case i'd say you've, you've got to sell yourself have yeah. a decent portfolio to back it up and mm. when you go look at the job give them three things Three three things of value that the other company aren't like. You could yeah. walk in door. There's there's certain things I do, uh, and it's through listening to other podcasts like self education, other podcast books. So got a, it's stupid. It's I've got a dog. Make a bloody fuss of it. Mm. You no, know? yeah, and talking yeah, to the yeah, kids and stuff yeah. like that. Yeah. yeah, yeah, but don't come across as bloody creepy. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, oh, that's me out the window. Yeah. Then. I better not talk be, to the kids. Being enthusiastic about your work and knowledgeable about about your products. Mm. Uh, why it's, it's basically you've got to let them know why you're charging more than wobbly bob mm. as I always joked out road what you're giving them that's better value the dustless sanding that used to be a big thing but everyone in the dogs yeah. got now, even bloody handymen are buying them yeah. you know yeah. dustless sanding uh, the main one I'll, I'll give a tip here the main one is say, have you ever had a professional in before and if say yeah what experience was it and if there's anything they say that was bad, make a mm. note of it and just make sure you don't bloody do it. If they say, well, yeah. we had an house cat and we asked them, you know, purposely not to let the house cat out and they did, just make, make a bloody note and be aware of it. 
You know yeah. what I mean? Or they left us upside down over weekend, which I know most quality decorators had tied yeah. the tools in a corner. I but think just it, make sure so, you do opposite of what bad experiences they've had. Yeah, I think for us as well, it's like we're only a new company, really. Like the last, well, I mean, we're three, four years old. This, you know, and and like we're getting, you know, now it's really starting to take off, and we will yeah. get there. I mean, we're working with some of the top designers and stuff in Sydney now, and architects and that, and it is getting there. But it's just, you know, that's more for the decorative finishes and stuff. And yeah. like now, our work is shifting from just general house painting i reckon probably 40 percent of our work is doing the trout and yeah. french wash finishes which to be honest me and mark way prefer doing for yeah. multiple reasons it's really creative and and you it's earn a lot enjoy. more money yeah, yeah. and yeah. It's, it's interesting yeah. you know yeah i, th I think like, you've got to know your figures and know your market and aim at it there's a good book i read just over a year ago the pumpkin plan and it's, yeah. it's basically 80% of your work comes from 20% of your custom. And yeah. it's, it's the American pumpkin growers. They buy this seed and they kill off everything around it that's negative. Well, it's basically what you do is, is get rid of all the negative customers and focus on the money ones and target that, yeah. you know, to get that in. Yeah. Because that, that, that is... That, that... Go on, Mark. Sorry. I, I was just going to say, Chris, I had my... Um friend he's an expat and he put my name out i told him that adam and i were going to be you know um you know we're going to be doing um a lot of good work we're very neat we're very tidy we turn up we're very professional and he says oh look i've got a lot of um customers i'll send them your way so he sent me um the the, the two ladies phoned me one was a big job for about inside and out and there was maybe it could be maybe 12 or 13 um, rooms in this house. And they were looking the inside painted, the outside painted. The outside was in really, really bad shape. And all the windows were the, the French doors, French windows yeah. all around the house. So they need scaffolding around the house. They needed tiger tails. They were going to be living in there. So we had to tidy up every day. So I think maybe inside was about 40 grand and outside was maybe 60 and i think all up with two or with um gear gst the whole thing came to 120 and i submitted the quote and i got a phone call from the hairdresser about a week or two later saying that the lady nearly took a heart attack that she got two quotes at forty thousand dollars to paint the to do the same job and i said <laughs> i can't like i like I said, I don't believe it. Yeah. I, I sort of you, you know they'll be though, don't you? They'll be yeah, great yeah. gun spray brigade. Yeah, and, uh, I said, but, but tell him what Richard said. About his, that's the best bit. Make me laugh. What? What was that again about Vidal Sassoon or something? Oh yeah, you said because he's a hairdresser. You were like, oh, but you could get your hair. He's like, I just you're never going to get customers. But this is like if you charge that amount of money. And Mark was like, yeah, but you can go and get your haircut for 20 quid down the road, or you can get your haircut with you for a hundred quid. You know what I mean? There's, yeah. you know, and he's like, yeah, but I don't, I still don't understand it. I'm it's just like, you know, it's, but it's, it's, it comes down to selling yourself and what you're giving. I mean, not to make you feel worse. It took me 10 years where I am here. To get yeah. It's, it's, it's selling yourself and what you're going. I mean, perfect example. I live round corner many a time on a Sunday. We'll have fish and chips. 
I'm literally a five minute walk away from an award winning chippy. Mm. You know, we'll we'll ring up order it in the morning because everything that's going on, you can order it for like half on, go and pick it up. But other week, when we was allowed to travel before lockdown, we went up to Whitby, which is further up coast, famous for fish. Mm. It is. And we went to this restaurant called Trenchers, fantastic restaurant. I, I can go out corner, get fish, chips, peas for me and missus. Same for kids, but kids won. About 22 quid. Went went up to Trenchers, sat wow. 48 quid. But your napkins are paper, but they feel like uh, cloth. <laughs> You know, it's it's really nice out, fantastic, dress real well, nice inside. You get instead of like a little thing on the side, you get a ramekin with your peas in or your tartar sauce. And it's the experience. And we both left and said, I'd come again. Yeah. It was yeah. it was a good twenty quid dearer, but it's you weren't rushed in and out. It's the whole experience. And that's what you've got to sell, the experience, what you're giving them. Yeah, I'll be a local bloke that's coming in, you know, throwing, rolling his dust sheets out. My mate used to do it. It pissed me off. He'd, he'd get his dust sheets, roll them up, end the job, annoy him back at van. You'd get yeah. to the next job, put it out, and there's half a shit before you start. <laughs> no, clean, yeah. clean, clean press sheets. Brand, it's brand awareness. You pay everything yeah. from your paperwork to your van to your work clothes with the dope deco logo on. Turning up, mm. walk, as soon as you walk through the door, drop a sheet. And the word gets round, you've just got to take your time doing it. It's um, well, it's obvious what we've got to do. We've obviously got to sell fish and chips with every quote with a ramekin. Somewhere. Well, well, well <laughs> my, my mate always says to me, it's the ideal job to be in because people come in, pay for the food and fuck off. <laughs> <laughs> you know, you, you're well, getting on to this, we'll send you a check next week. <laughs> well, I, I think it is when, because we, we have been... Um, we do have a lot of clients that will wait on us and we're just yeah. doing a job at the moment. And I think she's been waiting on us for maybe February or March. And, you know, through one thing or another, we were meant to be going every week and then we got held up with COVID and all, but we're eventually here now. And she got us in because we were working with another firm prior to doing her work now. And she could see then Adam and I were doing everything to keep the job yeah. running smoothly the last time. But the powers to be who we were working for at that time didn't really care about how the job yeah. it's, was being it's, run. It's, and it's all little elements. It's it's selling yourself, communication. If you say yeah. you're going to say something, do it. If you're running late, let them know. Yeah, that's my big one with clients. It's like, you know, I've got a whiteboard. It's literally behind my laptop here and it's just full of stuff. And like, I think that's the thing, you know, you've got to like lose that reputation of like, oh, he's the tradies, you know, getting pissed in the pub or he's, he's down the pub in the boozer, you know, like, and if you're, you know, that's a lot of, that's the misconception a lot of people have with, yeah. with, uh, and they think, oh, he's lying in bed dying. And it's like, you know, I'm, I'm very big, like, a courtesy call there's yeah. nothing more that irritates me when someone says i'll call you back or you're waiting on information and and they just don't it's, return that, the call that all something. comes back to asking them what experience they've had with a previous decorator for one or our trade and make sure you yeah. don't do it and even down to like when i'm quoting a job if i've got mrs smith booked in tomorrow at four o'clock I'll I'll set a reminder. I'm anal. I'm I'm a I'm a mm. Apple fanboy. Everything links. I've done some reminders on here tomorrow. Three o'clock. I'll just text them, let them know I'm coming. They think, oh yeah, it's coming. I'll make sure I'll probably not just go out the shower or, you know, out in a tip. Or sometimes you'll get one back. Oh sorry, I totally forgot. Could we reschedule? It saves you driving an hour. 
Yeah. And then it's it's getting there, the first impression, even down to have yeah. customers come back and say, if that's your paperwork, what's your work like? Because your paperwork's mm. on point. It's, that's it's the whole that's what wins us jobs a, a lot that's of the time. That's what's won us, yeah. Is, is how detailed our quotes are because, you know, like we went and looked at a job, you know, recently for this guy and they'd used like, they put this extension, or it was like a room in the roof essentially, and they'd used interior filler to set the outside. So you can yeah. imagine what had happened. And, and you know, I gave a price, detailed everything. And all of our quotes are detailed because I, I believe in transparency. You've got yeah. nothing to hide. That's where it's at. That's yeah. what we're going to do. We're not going to get in your house, say we're going to do one thing and cut 20 corners, you know. And, and yeah. those, another client, um, we, we're doing in the new year, you know, same thing. She, they they had a painter, and they just you know put weather shield straight onto masonry bricks without stabilizing or seal them. And it's all yeah. peeling off. And they said they didn't. You know, we're not looking for that. And I said, well, you know, I gave them references of previous ex, you know exteriors, and you know what I mean. Like yeah. it goes a long way with people if you can back stuff up and you're transparent. There's nothing more annoying for a client to think they're getting bullshitted by someone because they yeah. cotton on they're not stupid yeah you know People, what i mean they... i think mo- most have done like pre-qualification anyway it's mm. getting like like the you know like the b2b business side where you you pre-qualify and tender i think a lot of people are doing that anyway because they've checked out on social media yeah yeah oh absolutely well we that's people yeah Sorry. I was going to say, we've had a lot of people um, look us to do work from our social media. From yeah. the, from it's, our it's, a, it's an online portfolio, and that's why I can't yeah, understand. Exactly. Well, I mean, I've, I've split mine. Uh, I've got me, my personal one, I have a work one, uh, because one of my good friends that's in marketing says to me, not everybody wants to see a fat, greasy burger. <laughs> and the actual burger spot I use is called Dope Burger. Uh, <laughs> is it? There you go. But uh, I, I split it, but I still don't get why some people put the shit they do on the social media. It's mm. like washing your, washing your dirty laundry in public. Put stuff on, but put stuff that's. I, I know you've it's got to show both sides. Yeah, you've got yeah. to show both. Like I, I saw one the other day, and it was like, it was it was a good piece of information. When you're spraying kitchens, don't just put the glory pictures on before and after. Put the actual few pictures of the process. So customers see the hard work and graph yeah. that goes into it. So otherwise, they just think you're just coming in, taking them home, spraying them, and making a fortune. You know. Yeah. But then you get yeah. some people. There was one I saw other week. I couldn't believe it. He did a live story talking to his phone, where he admitted to going for a crap in the back of his van. So no toilet. <laughs> oh. Why would you on your professional page? I know it's all about honesty and transparency, but. We, we've, uh. all, we've all been caught short. <laughs> we've all been desperate. We're all human. We all we all got toilet. You don't need to put it on social media, do you? You know, yeah, that, no. that's out there. And you'll get some you'll get some dick that's pricing in your area that would use it against you. You yeah. want this bloke working in your house or do you want me working? Because I know brass when it comes down to brass tax, there'd be people that do it. Oh, you know? that, mate, that tickled me, that did. Oh, yeah. that was funny. Yeah, but it's, it's like <laughs> you go on a job and you cut, you cut a corner. And, I mean... Social media, as good as it is, we all make mistakes. You can put your mistakes on, but if yeah, you... I think I think that's the thing. Every like you say, everyone makes mistakes. They just need to like you know, people make own mistakes. It. It's about how yeah, own it. How, and how it we deal with it? Yeah, yeah. But if if you're doing something, I mean, we've we've all done it. Where you're doing something, <laughs> dodgy off a ladder. 
you know, mm. you, you've got it rested on that. Just don't put it on fucking social media. Yeah. yeah. I mean, there, there's some stuff you leave off and the stuff you put on, you can show your mistakes. We're only human. We're not robots. We make mistakes. It's how we deal with it and put it right. You know, I did this. It didn't dry right, so I'm going to respray it for her. Top yeah. man is admitting to is making mistakes, you know, and he's putting it right. But just don't prom that you've had a crap in your van or that you're doing the dodge and, and hanging off a, off a ladder. And and this is the thing, like, I, I had a fucking nightmare down in Griffith where um, I, I couldn't get any of the right... I, it was... I, I'm not going to go into the whole story, but essentially I was using a, a lime-based plaster, uh, Venetian plaster, and the poros... It, it lime sucks and takes the, the form of the substrate, right? Yeah. So the porosity rates of the filler patches and the jit rock were completely different. And I couldn't get the Porter's lime proof undercoat. And I rang Carl and he was like, oh, maybe just use oil based undercoat. But then there's this, I can't think of the name where the, the, you put something over and it will keep the fumes of the oil base in and it could go wrong. And he goes, oh, two coats of Berger, acrylic undercoat should be fine. Put that on, started putting the fresco on, went round. Then all these patches started showing up all over the walls because the yeah. reason the patches were there in the first place is like we were stripping these walls back from where the previous applicator had like looked like he put it on with a spoon. It was terrible. Yeah. So and now I'm like, bloody hell. I'm like, think, I'm like, think, think, think. So I like sanded back these patches and I was like, right, I'll just do one more. And I spot primed them with Binzinza, re-undercoated them, refrescoed them, and then put another coat over the top. I told, told Carl all this and sent him a load of photos and he made a video. I don't want someone to make the same mistake as me. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Where they're in that situation. Do you know what yeah. I mean? Like I, I'm not, you know, like I, I don't want to keep all the, all the good stuff for myself. And I was like, Carl was like, do you mind if I share this like thing? And I was like, no, no of course not at all. And yeah. I had another thing where, and it was no one's fault. Like really same thing. I, I was doing Venetian plaster in this bathroom and the plumber, once upon a time, had put in Sharpie these lines where the cold and hot tap were. Yeah. Then the jip rocker came in, flushed over the top, couldn't see these lines, right? I put my undercoat, two coats of Venetian plaster. I came back about, because they had to fit off a few things, came back to put a wax on it. And I'm looking at it and I'm like, what the hell is that? There's these black lines coming through the wall where I'd... Yeah. And I'm like, oh, my God, the luck of that. So it's the same thing, do you know what I mean? And I'm like, but you share that information with the manufacturer so they can say, they can pass that on as, like, this weird story that happened. Like, you know, always check that there's no, you know, these freak natures. You you don't want to just not share that information, you know? Yeah, I agree. So um, <laughs> getting back on track, we went down the yeah, right so rabbit hole there. No, it's fine. It's <laughs> fine. It's brilliant. I love it. What, what's been your lowest point in business? Have you actually had one? Because you've only been going three years, or was it prior to that when you was working for somebody else? Um, oh, do you know what? Last Was it last year or the year before? Was it, remember? It, yeah, it was last pod- year. It was just before that we took on that Windsor Street job, wasn't it? I I mean, I, I lost my dad to cancer last year. Um, yeah. And then, sure. I, yeah, so I lost my dad to cancer and then I came back. And then when I came back, I just had, my son was like three months old. Um, it came back, 
we had no work on, did we, Mark? It was no, really... we had things in the pipeline, but yeah, that was it, pipeline, but nothing then and there. I, I you we know, didn't I... have anything, and um, where, where I was living, um, <laughs> in, in, in the hallway, I, I live in a block of units, and you have like a, a strata, um, a strata where you pay money every, uh, every quarter in for the upkeep of the building. And the stairwell in our block of units hadn't been painted in 20 years. And typically, if you're looking to get that painted, you would have to get three quotes in, put it to the strata, and then take a vote on it. And then you would go with the cheapest price. And me and Adam had absolutely no work. We had stuff coming in the pipeline. And, you know, it was either paint that stairwell or rob a bank. So I just said, Adam. We're going to paint it. I don't care what anybody says. So we just went and got the paint and started painting the stairwell without permission because we knew at the end of it we would get paid for it. It's the only work we could come up with. And I think maybe one of the days we were halfway through it or something and we just looked at each other and said that was it. And Adam went, he just went home and I went home and it was like... I went, fuck this, I'm going home. <laughs> I was like, it was, I think we got a phone call. I don't think we won a job. And I was just like, it was one of them. I was just like, the fuck are we doing? Why am I painting again? Like, you know, it was really, it was really tough. Like, and we kicked out of my house and everything because just no money. It was, it was just a fucking nightmare. It was an absolute nightmare for us. And it was just like, it looked really grim. But then, you know, it, once you're at bottom, isn't it? You, 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 the only way is up. Yeah. yeah. So, and like, no one's going to come and wipe your tears for you. You know what yeah. I mean? You just have to suck it up and get on with it. But, sat, you know. Sat there you, worrying about it. Nobody's going to knock it down and say, you are, there's some work. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, you've got to get so out then, there yourself. We, we, after that really low point, I think then we had a couple of small scratchy jobs waiting on this big one to start. So the big one started and it started really well and then it just went went to shit (laughs) went to shit every day it got worse the builder was not paying and then the builder was saying that that wasn't our problem the the walls were falling to bits you could actually see there there was bricks coming out of the wall and you could see into the neighbor's house but that that was our problem we they were expecting us to um patch and pay for that so yeah, and just, yeah, we, to, just to add in, this was the job that we lost 20 grand on. So yeah. this was oh. shortly after. But Mark, go on. Sorry. <laughs> so yeah, we, we lost a lot of a lot of money with that one. And then I think we met a the builder told us, Oh yeah, look, I'll pay you back in spades in the next one if you just come and finish this and finish that. So again, Adam and I said, Yeah, we'll do that. But then same again. You get no you get so far in, it's like tipping point. Do I lose what I've what I should have had. I, I, said, I keep quite, going open. I'm going to get weighed in at some point. Yeah, well, this is the thing. I said to Mark, I, I went, Mark, this cunt's going to make us go bankrupt because he, he, we were always in his pocket for like 20 Gs. He always yeah. owed us about 20 Gs. And I said, I came out of Mark one day. I went, right, we're not doing any more work for this dickhead anymore. And like I said, I swear he's going to, he's going to, bankrupt us or whatever. Black is keeping Mark, your leash, isn't it? Yeah, and Mark, was, mm-hmm. I said, this is the last one. And then ironically, the last one, <laughs> he he um, he basically owed us 20 grand and we had to take him to court. But, but all for, um, 
due credit to Mark, we was like a dog with a bone and he um he he made sure that we got that money because I read it off. I was like, yeah. uh, if it was back home, I would probably gone around there and given him a slap, but it's a bit different here. And I was like, no, you know, I'm I was going for my residency and all that. But Mark Mark um found this solicitor and we had all the emails and everything and we got our money eventually, but it, it was a running theme. He'd done it to every trade, mate. Like he's he's a piece of shit. Yeah, David Lates, if you're listening, you're a tosser. So there you go. I'll, I'll mention your name. <laughs> no. <laughs> Moving on, what's been your eyes point after that? <laughs> um, well, this year has been very good for us, hasn't it, yeah. really? Yeah, yeah. It, it has. It has with, with all this going on. And I, I just sort of knew, because I said to Adam way back, in January, February, and even though like we had massive bushfires here and stuff was going on, I just had a really good feeling in my gut about work. And we have just went really, really well so far. I mean, we've had a couple of small dips, but at the moment we've got Adam and I and three guys and we're just, we could be busy maybe to March, April, I would say. Yeah, that's pretty good going. Yeah. So is is the what's what's your biggest struggle that you could improve on as a company? Finding good guys. Finding oh, yeah. good ah. guys is really, really hard. Really hard. We have a good guy now, our lead painter. He's very good. Oh, Tommy Gunn. Um, Bless him. He's fabulous, he, Tommy. He's absolutely brilliant. We we've had I mean, not only just working uh, with Dope Daco, but the, the amount of guys that I've seen over my years painting that, like me and you were talking about earlier, Chris, you, you do have to have love for the job. Yeah. E- even just a smidgen to come yeah. in and do a good job. Because if you're coming in, you don't like it, and you're just getting green at the end of the week, you're just miserable to everybody. Sh- shitty you're- mentality, shitty work. Yeah, and that's just it. So Adam and I are very lucky to to love the work. We we do like painting, which is brilliant. Um, Tommy enjoys it, and we've got two apprentices at the moment who are shaping up. They they like it as well. But yeah, that that would be the hardest thing. It's just finding good guys, and guys not only can paint but are prepared to. Um, listen to Adam and I and to see our vision and yeah. to, you know, remember when you're in somebody's house, it is somebody's house. They've worked hard. Well, th- this is a conversation I've had a lot of recently is, is I think a lot of the battle is you're, you're trying to find somebody say, say you're, you're taking a $700 a week wage and you're mm. trying to find somebody that doesn't, that isn't part of the company and taking that, that's going to give the same hundred percent. $200 a week less because they're an employee, well, not an owner. And that, I think that's yeah. where the battle comes into it. Well, like, I just, I don't understand the mentality. Like I, I, I've worked for multiple painters. I've not ever once gone, oh, fuck it. I'm not going to do that. Or I'm not going to do that. I, if, if even at whatever job I've done throughout my life, if you're going to mop a floor, do it hundred percent. Like, yeah. you know what I mean? Like just do something put some heart and soul into it. And I think there's two types of people. You get people that care or they don't care. And, yeah. and that's the thing. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. And I think like, you know, people say, oh yeah, but you know, if it's not your own business, 
they're not going to give us fuck as much. And it's like, but that 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 transpires into the sort of person they are. Yeah. Because that is what they're putting out there, their, their personality, whatever it is. You know, everyone's gone into a pub and it's like, oh, yeah, what you want? Like, you know, like it's like, yeah, rather than a hello, how can I help? You know, there's yeah. a massive difference and it and it goes to show. I remember about seven years ago when Donna was pregnant with little lad. I went to work for a firm and I lasted six weeks because I thought regular pay, you know, a bit of stress, not out at night pricing stuff up because pregnancy was pretty rough. And I remember I was working in York and we were gaining van travelling and it was in six-week school holidays. I got dropped at one school, this lad got dropped at another and van drive at Foreman, he went to another and we were doing like a classroom in these schools. And it was Friday, we went to pick this, <laughs> pick me up, Robbie work driver, Rob picked me up and we drove across York to the other side, last one coming out, picked this other lad up and he was doing outside, he was just doing finishing off. Uh, we were all prepped, he were undercoating and glossing. And he got in the van, we'd been waiting 10 minutes, and Rob was like, where the fuck you been? Oh, just tooling up. As I was tooled up, I'd, you know, undercoat, all shit off scaffold, had blown all of it windows. And, oh. it, and, then, and then Rob says, why didn't you sweep it up? Well, I couldn't be asked. You know, this were prior to him undercoating windows. He'd, he'd obviously scraped oh. everything down, left it all over the scaffold. And then Rob yeah. says, well, it's going to look all right, shit tip now. And bloke's answer was, not my fucking problem. I'm not on this job on Monday. Mm, and that was yeah. just an added factor for me. I thought, I went home and I said, I had a talk to him and said, I'm leaving at the end of the week. Handed me notes in. Couldn't work with mentality like that. Not my yeah, problem. That, I'm that, not that, here Monday. So whoever gets there Monday is going to have Gaffer on his back, ringing from office. Because Gaffer was twat. He'd ring your regular from office. He'd be on your back saying, How far off done here? And when you said to him, Well, I'm having to sand it and re just get a, a you know a face up with undercoat because it left in a shit tip. He then don't believe you. He thinks you're tossing it off. I just think, yeah, oh, fuck that. I can't be doing with that mentality. Yeah, and that that's where me and ads are at now. We've sort of running our business more like we're a lot stricter now, and we sort of set the standard where we're at. This is what we want to do. Not none yeah. of this. I don't care if you don't care. Go and work somewhere else because yeah. you know we it, it has took Adam. Me and Adam, a long time to build up the rep that we have and a long working for weeks without getting paid, working yeah. to eight, nine o'clock at night, not getting paid. L- like we were talking oh, about man. earlier, Chris, paying everybody, paying everybody and then not paying not ourselves. Paying ourselves. And, and then me getting kicked out of my house as a result of it, you know. Yeah, it's nothing. That's that's when I got, I was saying to Mark earlier, uh, pre-record, that's, that's why I just wrapped up and went back on my own. So I just thought, mm. bugger this. And to be fair, some blokes didn't appreciate it. You know, they didn't appreciate that they'd all been paid and you were sat at home with notes. You were still waiting to get paid. Mm. I thought mm. they couldn't they couldn't give thanks to kiss me ass that you've you know that you've done. And, it. I, and I think I think that's the thing because, like, for example, Tommy, he he does, and he's you can tell that he's that sort of nature. He, he likes yeah. us. He likes working for us. He's learning like he's learning all these crowd products. He he was a good painter prior to coming to us. And he, he he says he feels like he's learned more. And when we we dipped through COVID, we had to get rid of uh, him and another painter. You know, he went off, and I put him in touch with this big, you know, commercial firm. And it, it, you know, and he, I rang him up and I said, you know, Tommy, we're getting, you know, COVID's not as 
you know, as yeah, bad as we're, anyone we're, we're thought. Yeah. Back a bit, yeah. yeah, I said, do you want to come back? He was like, oh, mate, thank God. He goes, I just felt like I was going backwards. The work's so rough. It's soul-destroying. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. and it's, you know, and I feel like there are those people out there that, that, that and I think you just, <laughs> you, have, you have to kiss a few frogs to find your prince or whatever. Yeah. <laughs> not that, you know, not that I'm, you know, going to kiss Tommy or anything, but. <laughs> <laughs> whatever takes your fancy. <laughs> well. <laughs> so, so, where, so where do you guys I'm see? I'm from Brighton. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, liberal. <laughs> <laughs> so where do you guys see Dope Decor in five or ten years' time? Ideally. Um, bankrupt, no. <laughs> <laughs> Um, yeah, I think definitely we're going to be the best, or if not one of the best, painters, painting companies in Sydney. I won't say the biggest because Thanks when you take that. on too a, many that guys, makes it sound like it's wh- wh- wanky. <laughs> yeah, I think we 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 like take, to be one of the best. I mean. Yeah, yeah, one of the best, but not the biggest, as in having the most men. Because I just think the more men you have, the more headache, the more stress, and yeah. your your quality can drop. But certainly, we we want to be known as one of the best. And if there's a a, a big house for an for somebody famous or for, for a really high paying client or something, I want somebody to say, I is, want is these that guys. Is anybody famous over there other than Peter Andre? <laughs> um, no, well, Steve Irwin's died, isn't he? So, no. <laughs> <laughs> so, <laughs> so what, what would you be at the ideal number work for, said? You know, because obviously you said that the more blokes you have, the more headaches it is. But for I, me, always, yeah. be eight. if I was going down that road, I think eight would be comfortable for me. Yeah, I, I've always said like three, three teams of three or something. Do you know what I mean? Like yeah. something like that manageable between no more than like 10 or 12. Like I think that's, you know, but yeah, yeah I, I, you know, for me, I, I would just like to be on as from a business perspective doing you know like these nice hat we're on the right trajectory i think it's just going to take another year or two to get yeah. where we want to go and i you know i'd like to be doing you know these big houses that you're on you know in like valclues bondi and stuff where you're on them for like three four months at a time and and solely wallpapering and um decorative finishes like because especially the decorative finishes like i, I feel like the more time we're at it the more our percentage of business will sway towards that because i mean i'm getting emailed every other day weekly minimum of interior designers going oh i've been on your instagram page and i've seen this finish or can you do this finish or can you do that finish you know so like it's really nice to know that we're recognized for it maybe that's a network and idea that's worth looking tapping into Mm. because they could put your name forward yeah, well, we... You know, we try, and, try and work with a few. What, with the... Um, Designers? Yeah, as, well, as we... As much as it can be a pain in us. <laughs> we do, we do work with, it. like, three or four at the moment. And, uh, you know, um, listening to Kate uh, from Winston's... Kate Whitson. Uh, she, yeah. yeah, Kate Whitson, sorry. Um, she was saying, you know, about LinkedIn and that, and that's sort of an avenue that we're going to sort of explore down the track to try and get in with more interior designers because we've got ourselves with the interior designers that we do work with. They go, you're using these guys, and that's it. 
and that's yeah. what you want, you know. Uh, yeah. You know, not that you're going to be super putting in stupid prices. But yeah, you, you don't, you don't, want... you don't kill, you don't kill golden goose, do you? No, exactly. <laughs> you just know, you... I've got a few regulars that I know. As long as I don't take piss with pricing, which is not my sort of thing, I know I'm doing mm, the job exactly. because they're again they're educated customers. They know roughly what you're charging. Mm. They know, say, say you're 150 quid a day. They know you're 150 quid a day. They know you're not going to swing lead. They know you're going to be about three, four days. They know it's going to be 450 plus materials. Yeah. And they're the mm. ones you want because they just they appreciate the value and think, well, what's point in doing it myself when he can do it me for you know better job. You know, and I know it's going to cost me this. Yeah, uh, I mean, it, it's um, it is interesting to see where it will go. You, yeah. you know, I like it, but like, like I said, I I, I, re I really like, you know, to be doing more decorative finishes and stuff as time goes on. You know, because I say I think that's what we're getting known for now, which is good. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So, if if you could go back to yourself, I mean, probably won't be twenty five years. You'd still be in nappies, Adam. If it, if no, it, you'd be surprised. Everyone thinks I'm a lot younger than I am. But if you if you could go back to the younger Adam and Mark, you know, Christmas Carol style, and and give yourself some advice, what would it be? Well, everyone says don't be a painter. Don't, don't <laughs> yeah. yeah, but if you were Sparky, you'd say don't be a Sparky. Or if you were Sparky, you'd say don't be a wanker. But no, yeah, you, exactly. You'd yeah. say don't you'd, you'd say don't be a Sparky. Don't be a carpet fitter. You know, but if if there were just one bit of advice you could go back and give yourself, what would it be? Mine would be be have more confidence in yourself as a painter. Definitely, yeah. definitely. Yeah. Instead of just you know try uh, you know. Instead of just being a good painter and saying nothing, I would definitely maybe have spoke up a bit more and yeah. definitely being a bit more confident. And that's what I was saying sort of at the start of the um, podcast, how I, I really was drawn to how confident Adam was about his painting yeah. ability without being obnoxious or big headed or anything like that. You know, he knew his worth. And for a long time, when I was younger, I certainly worked for people and didn't ask for a pay raise when I was when I was the one there to maybe six or seven o'clock at night while the boss was he maybe was already on his third or fourth beer at the yeah. time, you know. So to my younger self, be a bit more confident and know your yeah. worth 100 percent. Yeah, know, know your worth and don't be ashamed about it. Yeah, yeah, yeah just, don't, don't be, it's, it's fine to the line. Don't yeah. don't be big headed, but don't be ashamed. Yeah, yeah it, it is a fine yeah. line because you don't come across like an arrogant twat. Do you? Yeah, it's, it's a com yeah. Com confidence and cocky are a fine line, I find. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, what about you, Adam? What would you go back and say um, to yourself? I don't know, really. Um, God, there's a lot, there's a lot of things I'd probably say to myself. <laughs> um I think um for me it would probably be go back and <sighs> probably not party as much when I was I, I was because I had my own business from 21 to 29 before I left the UK and I was more interested in going out and getting off my head than actually probably painting. And I yeah. think a few of my customers suffered from that back in the yeah. day. Not, I never like, there was a few things that I did wrong and I 
got a bollocking or whatever. But I always tried to do a job to the best of my ability. But it was things like not rolling in on Monday and that sort of crappy work ethic that I didn't, yeah. you know, I was young. I was, you know, I was single. I was kind of like out to mingle. Do you know what I mean? It was like... And I think I would have said, just be a bit more professional and stop spunking your money every weekend. Because I was like <laughs> living hand to mouth 24 seven. It was like, you know, it's like, you know, written, mom, you know what I mean? Are, like, are they, are they, to think uh, how much money I blew and wasted when I were younger? Yeah. yeah. yeah I'd, I'd, that... I'd, I'd probably have no mortgage now. <laughs> that and I if I'd have bought an house when I were younger. Yeah. <laughs> I might have a mortgage if I hadn't. <laughs> But at the same time, I'm all, I'm a big firmer in like, you know, like it's good to have no regrets because if I if I did do that, then maybe I'd still be in the UK and I wouldn't be in the position I am now. You know, yeah. like where I'm, it, get, it gets yeah. you to where you are. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah in a relationship with Mark. Yeah. <laughs> Not in that way. <laughs> <laughs> so, mind you, your wife would probably say different. She says, "I bet she says it's like having another wife or something." Oh God. <laughs> Yeah, I, I, like, yeah. Me, me, I, I always said to Mark, like, you know, it was my lad's birthday, and I said to Mark, oh, it should be funny. I'll be like, um, you know, going there, staring the port. Oh, does he do that with you as well? Does he? Yeah, oh, he's a nightmare at work. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, <laughs> he never listened. He There's never three listened. Three people in this bloody marriage. <laughs> <laughs> and what me and Mark both get it. Oh, you're on. Why are you on the phone to Mark again? You've only just left work. I'm like. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> so, so I'm laughing because I've had the same. <laughs> so, are you two both techie people? Do you use technology a lot? Is that you can you couldn't live without? Uh, um, Adam's probably a little bit better than what I am. I sort of have a phone and I know how to ring people and text people, but that's about it. Yeah. Adam's yeah. a little bit more savvy around the. Yeah, I'm, uh, but even like I've got my laptop and that, and I've got my phone, but I'm not massively techie. Do you know what I mean? Like I, yeah. I, I probably don't have as many apps on my phone or whatever. Um, and and I, to be honest, like so, I've got a whiteboard and a diary. I still, I'm not fully digitalized. Do you know what okay. I mean? Yeah. So, but I'm, you know, I'm not, I'm not, you know, I don't use it to its full capability. I'm a bit old school in that way. Yeah, I suppose. Yeah. Are you, are I know you, you're big on your tech, aren't you? Oh, I just love it. It's yeah, a proper. It does tech. make a lot of shit easier, you know. Yeah, but if if you can get your head around it, you know. But then there are things like that. There are things that really piss me off as well. That like, I know this isn't tech, but you know, like where you go to a public toilet, and instead of a tap, there's a fucking sensor. And you're like, yeah. I'm going like that in front of it. I'm like, we, we, it's we, not working. We've got them all. We've got them all at walls in our council public toilets, and it's like basically yeah. an all at wall. You put your hand in, splashes soap on, splashes water on, and dries it all in the same hole. I saw, but I'm just, I'm going there like that, waving my hand, and it's not working. And some bloke will come up self service checkouts. Self-service yeah, checkouts just... in supermarket. The more trouble. Yeah, exactly. Work. Shit like that. I'm like, it's, yeah. it's not, a tap works. Don't change it. Like a, a woman at a checkout works. Don't fuck her off yeah, for a robot. It's, it's, it's more really cost, of, cost more cost effective to have ten self-service than ten checkouts, isn't it? Well, I don't know. It depends how good you are at shoplifting, I suppose. <laughs> <laughs> so, is he? Uh, are either of you book readers at all? I listen to Audible. I don't really read, but I certainly listen to audiobooks all the time. Yeah. yeah. 
I, I, can I'm recommend? dyslexic, so I, I, I'm the same. <laughs> I yeah. don't know. Well, it's fine. And you can, I'm, I'm on Audible, so well, it depends what I'm doing. If I'm sanding, I can't concentrate, so it tends to be more when I'm painted. Um, that, have you listened yeah. to that Bounce one I sent you, Chris? Oh, Did you listen to that? Oh, I'm going to make a note of that. Where's my pad? Yeah, that's, a, that's, a, that's, that's what I'd recommend. What's, what's that regarding? Um, it's a, I can't remember if it was Bounce. I said it, it's a, a Matthew Saeed saying there's no such thing as natural talent. It's all about mindset, um, circumstances and practice. And he's like a world championship table tennis player. Yeah. And he basically goes through all these case studies and backs it up with facts and stuff like that. And, you know, it's, it's very, very interesting because I, I was thought they call it the talent myth. You know what I mean? That yeah. people are born to do something and it can just completely dispels the theory of it. It's very, very interesting. Um, yeah. And what, what, um, there's that famous saying in the um, determination outweighs natural talent or something like that. Mm. There's a famous saying I can't remember it off the top of my head. But sorry, go on. <laughs> no, no, it's just you know. But I and it's it would be very, if anyone out there listening to this does believe in natural talent, read that book and get back to me because I swear it will change. Because I was the same, and now I'm. Yeah. And it, it it makes your mindset a lot more open to achieve the absolute maximum potential of whatever you're doing because yeah. you're not getting fooled by your thinking that you can't do it because you're not naturally talented. Mm. Like, no, no one's born to be a painter. I bloody yeah. hope not anyway. Because that. <laughs> well, I, did, I did start drawing up walls with lipstick when I was about three or four years old. That's where I started. <laughs> that could have got that could have been a, a whole completely different career. Oh yeah, <laughs> yeah, it could have. yeah. You never know. So, uh, well, then Mark Audible. I've actually got three credits on my Audible, and I'm struggling to find three books to listen to. Is there any you could recommend? Oh, look, there's one I did listen to quite recently. It's um, it's oh, one of these self help books. It's called The Barefoot Investor. It's um, the guy who has written it um i can't remember his name now but it's it, it it's all about mindset and just taking care of your finances making sure that you're getting the best deal on your mortgage making sure your superannuation which is like your pension at home yeah. is in the proper fund um it's pretty good there's a lot of things that sort of you already knew but he he, he does cover a lot of good stuff yeah well, I'll look, I'll but look. um yeah, Actually, I mean, he, oh, sorry, Mark. I was going to say he narrates it. If you can get one where, that he doesn't narrate, it would help because he's very, very annoying. <laughs> <laughs> and a lot of them are when they read their own. <laughs> oh, God. Yeah, if you can get it, but not with him narrating it because it took me three attempts to listen to it. Yeah. You find, um, find he's over enthusiastic. I, yeah, yeah. I mean, he's narrating it like he's talking to your little boy at seven, and that, you know, yeah. Oh, <laughs> God. yeah. But it, like I mean, it there. is good. It, yeah. it is good. Yeah. I think. I think. Um. I. I might have got confused. I think I might have sent you "Instant Motivation" by Chantel Burns. Actually, might have been the, the book I sent you, Chris. But I can't yeah. remember. But that's a good one as well. It's all about changing your thinking, which is like all the sort of mental health stuff I'm into. So if anyone 
is you know struggling with mental health um there's a guy called sydney banks who was like he used to be a welder actually scottish welder and then he went into um psychology and changed his thought pattern and thinking process and chantelle burns just sort of analyzes it and then puts it into like a corporate world and that as well it's it's quite interesting well hopefully a little uh it won't be a secret when this is out hopefully there's something in pipeline that we're doing or I'm trying to get sorted for mental health. Uh, oh, brilliant! Just, just basically like a Facebook group. Yeah, cool. people because I've, I've suffered, and I know no end that have suffered. And it's mm. it's actually the group I'll put it out there. It's called Mates. Yeah, cool. capital M eighty as in mental awareness in trades. Yeah, and it's, it's just it's just going to be basically blunt. If you take piss out of people, you're out. But if you're if mm. you're on there and you're having a bad day. You can, you know, and some somebody's on there and say, look, here's me, what's happening on me? Give me a shout. We can have a chat, you know, and, and help you get through the day and vice versa. Because there's no end yeah. of times I speak to people on phone because they're working on their own and they're having, a, they're having a day where they don't feel like it. Their head's not in it. You know? And yeah. Somebody it, to is lift. that your creation, Chris? It is. I've, I've, that, been, I've been thinking of doing it for about four or five years because I suffered years that, ago, about 15 years ago. But, I set it That's up brilliant. beginning of November and I've actually not added anybody to it yet. So when I do my own podcast, which I think might be this week, when I get put in chair, I'll talk about my issues I've had uh, and then hopefully mention this Facebook group and then people can start adding themselves to it and just mm. chat about how, how they get through it, anything that's helped them, any motivation books, anything, because it's like a massive thing where, oh, blokes can't talk about it because you're a pussy. Yeah. The more people that talk about it, the more understanding we'll have, the better it'll be. Yeah, you I'd know, like to flip that. And yeah, I, I, you know, like I, I think it's really, really fucking important that, you know, we talk about it because, yeah. you know, it, and I, I'd like to turn it on its head and say there's nothing, there's nothing more more pussy than not talking about it because yeah. if you're scared yeah. of talking, there's something seriously wrong there, like as in like I, you, I, there's I, nothing that to my, be ashamed that of. That was my yeah. problem. I bottled man up. Mm. You know, I bottled it up and it just overflowed. You know, yeah. it, it caused no end of shit. But I, I had a message off somebody I was going to do a podcast with last week and it says, could postpone it. I says, yeah, you're all right. Everything all right. Oh. And it, it transpired that they're going through some shit and they have been through a few years. And I just said, look, the only advice I can give, because I'm not perfect, is if you live with somebody, just talk about it. Don't bottle it yeah. up. Just let them, let them know, you know, and, and talk about it. They might yeah. understand because worst thing somebody can say is pull your socks up, you know, oh, snap yeah. out of it. Worst thing you can say, yeah, you know, and it's yeah. we, we, we do need. I, I was hoping at some point, I was talking to somebody else as well, and hoping to get somebody on that deals with mental, the mental side of it, you know, and gets a professional on. And hopefully, I have a special one off podcast where we get somebody on that deals with it, you know, mm. that, that can offer advice and help and stuff because it is a massive, especially with everything that's going on now, it's affecting people in that many different bloody ways. Yeah, I mean, I, I've do everyday today stuff. I, I've been seeing my coach um, uh, for seven, uh, eight years now, and I yeah. still have sessions with him. Not because you know, and this is the, the 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 problem is like people think that you know you cure mental health issues. You don't. You just learn to live with them. Yeah, and <laughs> and you put create tools in your yeah. the way I look to it, do I can, it. I can see the signs. And I'd, I'd, I use techniques to divert it to avoid the situations. 
Mm. And you, you can see when you're overdoing it and you're heading for a burnout. Mm. So you just step back and think, yeah, I, I did it the other week when I was off. I've had two weeks off due to COVID. Um, and I go up one, I'm like, yeah, I'm going to go up tomorrow because I'm at home. I'll go and do a bit in workshop, which is at Bottom of Garden. And actually go up and had a moment of sensibility and just thought, listen to yourself, listen to your body. It's, mm. it's, it's fucked. And I just, as, as much as it irritated me, I just stayed on sofa for three days and just yeah. did, did bugger all. And it, it worked, you know, it helped, you know, but it, it is a massive problem. Yeah, it is. And I think it is, it's really, really important. And, and the most, the funniest thing is, is when you actually do talk about it, so let's say one of these people that does eventually talk about it and they actually get it out there, you would be surprised the amount of people that have gone through exactly or very similar stuff yeah. to you. Yeah. You are not and alone. You'd be, like, you'd be surprised you know what, I mean? what positions they hold as well. <laughs> yeah. 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 When, I, when I went through mine, I spoke to people like, really? I'd have never had you down for being like that. Because you, you yeah. see it as a, it's, it's not that you see it as a weakness. You just see some people that are so strong and you think, I've never thought you've gone through that. Yeah, you know, it's... people have got good poker faces, haven't they? Oh, you know yeah. what I mean? well, th- this come up in podcast the other night reminds me of that uh, Smokey song. I remember Go West did it, Tears of a Clown, where you got party and you- you've got your clown face on because nobody yeah. knows what's going on behind mask, you know. And it's yeah, we all we all mask it, you know. People, I think everybody's not to put a down on it. Everybody's going to have episodes at some point. It's just varying degrees of how bad and how to deal mm. with it. Yeah, you know, I, I still have shit days now, but they're not half as bad. Probably not even ten percent of what they used to be. No, because when you understand that, and and that's that's what learning about mental health is: is what you understand the situation, and it's okay not to feel okay. You know, yeah. and in, in that moment, you're having a really bad time, and you're thinking about the thing. And this is the thing: is like so many people's things. Your thinking creates your reality. So, like, some what one per, like this is because, for example, phobias. If if everyone was the same, we'd all have the same phobia, which would be heights. Yeah. But you know, some person's phobia of heights is completely different to someone's that's spiders. You know, that's what I mean? needles. Yeah, there you go. Exactly. So, like, but to you, that feels really real. You know, yeah. and what people need to understand is everyone's experience is completely different yeah. to the next person. No, no two people the same. No. And, yeah. you know, even if you are having a really shit time in that moment, there'll be a new moment where you're allowed to have new thinking and then yeah. you can enjoy that you'll have new thought, you know? Yeah. Yeah. So what's the best advice you can give for selling yourself as a company without, without giving all the competitors your, uh, your info? Don't name your company after a drug. <laughs> <laughs> no, but you're all right now because dope's cool, isn't it? Dope, dope's yeah. cool, isn't it? So you're all right. Oh, that's dope. Yeah, yeah. That, that have, was the intention. Don't have as a logo. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Imagine yeah, that. My, my arse, That was the intention of it. Probably the bloody former. <laughs> <laughs> it genuinely was. It genuinely was. But we do yeah. get asked by you know in inverted commas the older generation. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, the, the name's very interesting. <laughs> <laughs> so when, when, that a drug? When, yeah. when uh, did, well, no. <laughs> no, no, sorry, Chris. So what, what is the best advice you could give, apart from that? <laughs> <laughs> go on, Mark. Transparency, I think. Um, yeah. When Ads and I go in and we're doing a walkthrough and we're 
um, given our quote, we are always as honest as possible and we never ever have spiel as such. We, we, we'll have, we're, we're just honest. If something needs yeah. three coats, we'll tell them it needs three coats or if we think they need a builder in to do that, we we'll tell them that yeah. uh, honesty um, w- without coming in as girl boy and just selling them, yeah. you know, a, a pink helmet. We, we just complete honesty. I, I um, went to look at a job on Monday. Uh, a customer was showing me our house says, I want this room doing it. It, it did look pretty bad. And then it says, I want this room doing. I looked at him and I says, what's wrong with it? He says, well, yeah. I don't know. I says, if you're happy with it, what are you wasting your money for? And he looked at me, gone out, and says, that's a refreshing change. I says, well, I could stand there and say, yeah, you need it, decorate. I says, but what's the point? I says, if you're happy with it, what are you spending money on it for? A hundred percent. Exactly the same thing in Manly. Some woman, she said, can you come and paint the front of my shop? It's looking really tired. I went there. There was nothing wrong with it other than it was covered in black soot from the traffic. I yeah. said, give it a gurney and a wash down and it'll be good as new. I said, if it still looks tired, call us and we'll repaint it. You know, like, yeah. and, and some washed woman... it down and charged us if you painted it. Just go out for a day, love, while we paint it. <laughs> and some lady, bless her, I can't remember where, it was up near St. Ives and she'd had um, uh, her, her kitchen. It was like a study, massive bloody thing. Like all these books, racks and it was like a cupboard and they put this milk paint on it and put a wax over you know wobbly bob as you like to call them i love that by the way yeah. <laughs> yeah. every time you say come in and just put two coats of acrylic acro enamel oh god that's right no get off you nutter um <laughs> oh, oh, so yeah just trying to jump on the keyboard um and uh yeah if two coats of an acro enamel straight on obviously it's just a complete mess yeah. And then I was, she was like, I want to repaint it. And I was like, do you know how much work it's going to, I was like, we could, I said, I can't give you a price. I'm just going to have to give an estimate. I said, this, it could be two weeks just trying to sand this stuff, getting it off. I said, look, I just don't want to like charge you for it. I said, like, you might be better off just living with it. Anyway, as long she found her builder while I was there, she made me a cup of tea and we had this big conversation and she was like, oh, I just really appreciate you being honest. Can you leave a car? I feel really awful getting you up here. I said, it's absolutely fine. There's no, you know, and as I was even, she'd give me a bottle of wine. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, it, I think it goes a long way, that sort of stuff with clients. And they, yeah. and they remember you. Yeah. And then they'll pass your number on, you know. Like, yeah. Yeah. So where, where do you see the trade heading? Uh, it's going to split off, isn't it? You're just going to get, I think people are going to get rougher and shitter and people are just going to get better and better. And I think there'll be this big divide. I know, I, yeah, I do. I, I, you know, you've got your people that are sort of, you know, and no disrespect because I had some awful cars in the UK that I was working out of. But I know, you know, I always wore me whites. I never use, you know, curtains or anything like that for a drop sheet. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. But uh, that's my opinion is it's going to, people are, you'll fall into a category where you're either like more professional. High end and, and low end. Yeah. And, and, yeah. and, and then your clientele will determine, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Because there's a lot of um, sites now like um, high pages and fine treaties and stuff. And people are coming in. <laughs> at you know twenty dollars an hour or something handyman and you know it's uh like adam says i just think there's going to be just like a team of cheap 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 
painters out there. And I think then the other guys who are coming in at the um, the normal price. You, you've already had it, haven't you, obviously, when you was, you passed that job up. Oh, man. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, it's, 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 it's always going to happen, isn't it? Mm. And but that's then, why... Then, then are, think... they, are they the customers that you want? No, exactly. And this is why if you're if you're striving to be the best, you're hitting that market and eventually they won't care. Like it'll be like, yeah, yeah you've got the job. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, mm-hmm. and that was always like our goal is if we aim for that top tier market, you know, you'll get the work and you'll get the price you're after. You know, like yeah. you, you know, people moaning, oh, you can't earn more than X amount. And it's like, well, there's obviously something wrong because you can earn within reason, you should be able to charge what you want, like, you know, for what's right for your business, you know. You've got to create a market that's, this this is the way I want to go, I want to create a market for me that's bigger than I can cope with, so I can cherry pick the work and drive my prices up. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. 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 Well, (laughs) there's my lift, (laughs) beeping. But um, yeah, so so what me and Adam was doing lately, Chris, and have been doing for a long time, we have been getting very emotional with the work because me and Adam will stand and do a door four or five times, even though we've quoted for it once because we want the door to be schmick, um, to look really good. So we have been going around the house and giving them like a a 20 grand job when the house is priced at a $4,000 job. So what we've done now is we've just... We're just doing now what it says in the quote. Yeah. yeah. And our, our sort of like... That, that, that's a struggle if you're a perfectionist. Yeah. yeah. And that's if their budget's hard. four grand and you're doing that job to a four grand budget, whereas normally you would be charging six grand for that, that's where you struggle, is finding the line. Yeah, that's it. And so me and Adam now then have had the talk or the chat that, no, we're, yeah. this is what we're doing because we have done it so many times at the start of the job. we've lost so much money. Let's, let's, let's be yeah. honest, some, some customers don't even appreciate it. Or no, That's it. Yeah. Like, yeah. That's it. Yeah. I, well, you, you're, you're 100%. You know, they're 100%. Might be like you're 80%. Well, this is what we say. We, we, I sell this to the clients. I say, like, our middle of the road is, is you know... Uh, another painter's like top top end do you know what i mean yeah. like but um i was just on that note chris i was gonna say because you know scott and 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 wes knight and stuff that that some of the prep that you lads are doing there i mean that that front door that scott barney put up i mean was just so bloody good but i'm like ha- has he priced to do that because <laughs> surely like a no and i'm like he must be losing hemorrhaging money like to, i'm like bless him i was like I, th- I think for Scott, and I don't think he'll mind me saying this, that was a, a more of a labour of love. This is what yeah. I can do because he'd wanted to do one. Yeah, because we said that before. It was forward-facing on, on the street, and it was like a showpiece. I mean, yeah. we've all done it, you know, because yeah. some, sometimes, yeah, you can lose money on it, but sometimes it can be the best advert you've ever done. Yeah, because yeah, some, some of that prep that I'm seeing, like, where's night? You know, like some of the prep these boys do, I'm like, bloody hell! I hope they price you that. I, I, I think, I think, my perspective on that is, I mean, Wes does a brilliant job, but I think sometimes it's you've got to find that one in a million customer that's got the same vision as you, yeah, willing yes. to pay yeah. for it, and they understand the full process and everything that's going into it, and the, yeah. The, yeah. They, they put a proper value on your time, your work, and your knowledge, mm, and yeah. they know the difference between that and what Wobbly Bob's going to do. 
That's mean, it. For for example, there's a there's a there's a paint and decorating company here, and they're, they're they've won the most awards. They are Sydney's in inverted commas best paint and decorators. They're Volantes. Um, but you know, we know lads that have worked for them and blah blah blah. But the amount of time they will spend on stuff, and it's like I could get you know, uh, yeah. you know, like that place looking immaculate if I was had a client that was on that. You know what I mean? And it's, not it's, everyone it's, has that budget. It's, mar- it's, it's marketing. They yeah. found them customers. Yeah. Yeah. That that's all yeah. it is. The marketing and they found them customers. As as much as it, you know, I, I ain't a Dulux fan. Um yeah. you know, it's, it's it's not bad paint, but I was part of Dulux Select over here. And for all its faults I had with Dulux Select and why I left, it did using their paperwork to target well not target, but using their paperwork drove my customer base up from the Facebook idiots that want cheap, reliable decorator. So oh, I'm, that, one that. of my pet hates are snobbery. Good. Yeah. Mm. What, one of my pet hates are snobbery, but it's pushed my customer base up to middle-class people that stay in the lane. They don't want to decorate because they appreciate the value that goes in it. They want to work, go to work, come home, see it nicely painted and left nice and tidy. And that's what <laughs> it's driven me up to. And that's where, for me, the money is. It's not in your market. That's where the money is. You mm. know, and it's... Yeah. What once you've found them, it's it's just it's back to that eight to twenty. It's staying in that lane of getting twenty percent of your work off them people. Sorry, eight percent of your work off them twenty percent of people that appreciate it. And then you've yeah. just got to target that and keep targeting it. And I mean, I had one ring me. Uh, <laughs> I'll not say his name. Is uh, he he owns a factory? Uh, well, I might as well have said his name. <laughs> they, call, they call him Chris. He owns a factory and they do a lot for port cabins over here, which is building Nightingale hospitals for COVID, schools, colleges, the lot. So much so. I do his private work. I used to do cabin work, which was like site work. You're working away, working under pressure with other trades. I won't do it, but I do the owner's private work. And Andy, that used to work for me, went out 12 per mount in the factory spraying fire doors. Mm. They offered him a job. And I said to him, look, if you fancy it, do it. You know, crack on. He went to work for him. The customer rung me the other day. He says, can, you, can we book you in for my living room and dining room? Uh, <laughs> he says, I know you'll be about April, won't you? I says, well, actually, you're looking at uh, May. I'm like, oh, bloody hell. Yeah, just book us in. He knows roughly what it's going to be. You know, he knows roughly a day rate. He'll crack on, do the, you know, let you crack on and do the work. But he's one of the customers I've educated that know they need to get in early and get you booked in. Mm. You know, but I, th- mm-hmm. I think that's what it is. You need, you need, it's it's that sort of target. You're staying in that lane. They appreciate the work and he doesn't even ask the price. He knows roughly how long you're going to be. And he knows he can turn up at two o'clock in an afternoon and you'll still be working. You won't be sat on a fag break. Yeah. Do, yeah. You, do you know what amazes me is the amount of builders that don't appreciate good painters. Yeah, like they've been. You can paint. It's that, yeah, that it's mentality just... in it because they've had it's... dickheads. Yeah. Yeah, they've had dickheads all the while, and if you can piss, you can paint. And it's back to that stereotype. Decorator turns up with plastic bag with his tools in, and in other plastic bag, he's got four cans of special brewers fucking off early to pub. It's that stereotype yeah. that needs to be changed. Do you know the amount of, well, builders that... We've got about four or five builders now that use this regular, and the same story from all of them. They're like, we just gave up trying to find a painter. Yeah, you know, like because they they said we've been through so many, and we just left 
painting out of our tender because I just yeah. couldn't be fucked with it. They were saying, that. Or, or, and it's run. It's sad that the trade. That yeah. that's what we're renowned it, for in the trades. Yeah. Like, and it and and that it's really important that. And and there's a you lot turn, of them you turn out up, there. do the job properly, and you communicate with them. Yeah, and yeah. and just that we break that mold and the stigma that's attached to a painter that they're druggies and pissheads, and you know, yeah. like you know, yeah. I think it's really important. So, what's your favourite paint paraphernalia or product that you're using at the moment? Oh, I don't know what that is going on in the back, but just bear with me. Sorry. Yep. Well, then I'll, I'll aim that one at Mark. Your favourite paint yeah. paraphernalia or product at the moment? Um, Sorry. Oh, my God. Uh, I've got two, actually. So um, my first one is definitely Red Top Zinzer. I absolutely <laughs> love it. <laughs> I absolutely love red top zinzer. Is, is that your guys' version of what we'd call zinzer bin? Yeah, it's yeah. yeah we just I, I think we, it's called bin here, but we just called it red top because it's got yeah. a red top on it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's um, oh, I've actually got three. It's um, and Dulux um, aqua enamel semi gloss. Yeah. I absolutely love it, and the automotive bog that we're using at the minute to fill the holes. I love oh, it. Yeah, that's yeah. shit hot stuff. That is. Yeah, that'll be two pack then. What we'd call two pack. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Upon is, uh, yeah, and uh, this goes rock hard within 10, 15 minutes. That you can actually sand it, and it's not tacky or anything. Okay. We, you know why the tackiness is, don't you? No. It's lack, lack of uh, certain chemical in it. I only know this because you, do you guys have the epoxy wood filler over there, like repair care timber build sort of stuff? Yeah, we yeah. do, and we, we, it's not something that we've delved into. I want to get on that bandwagon. Yeah, well, it looks good. They, t- Timber Bill did as a free course. I, I sorted it out with them, arranged them, and they did as a, a runner free courses, and they've, they've started doing it regular now. Uh, the, the great guys over there, and it's down to the lack of. It's one of the chemicals. You know the one that smells bad when you mix your two pack. I forgot what it's called. Well, the what? The one that smells nice. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Woo! well, it's uh, it's it's the lack of that in it. That leaves it, it dries slightly different, leaves a sticky residue on top, if I remember right. And oh, okay. the way I've found is go with a lower sandpaper on a slower speed until you've got the stickiness off. Yeah. When we're P80. Ah, okay. It's, it, I can't remember. It's, it's gone out my head. It's, it's the chemical in it. It's the lack of chemicals that's, uh, that they kind of ban out of it. Because over here, right? Styrene, you know, it might be styrene. Styrene. Probably styrene that's in it, yeah. Okay. Because yeah. there's a, the, the, basically the bog, uh, well, they call it, right, it's called Builder's Bog. It's a franchise of two-pack, right? Yeah. And they sell it in, you know, Art Bunnings here, which is B&Q, you know, whatever. Yeah. And they sell it everywhere, and it's dog shit. It's so bad. And yeah. it's, and and I was like, Santa Mark, this stuff's crap. And then I, we basically stumbled across like stuff that was like back home and it, it, it you know, uh, and once we found it, it was like, we've been like trying to tell every painter about it. You've got to fuck that builder's bog off. It's crap, you know? Yeah. Um, yeah. But my, my, my two would definitely be Euro rollers. A hundred percent. Oh, forgot about them. Yes. A hundred percent. They absolutely smashed two fussy blokes out of the water. And uh, if anyone wants to know about them, I'll send you the, the the link. They're Italian made, but they're like a hybrid of like microfiber and like a woven pile. 
And I'm telling you, there's a 16-inch pile on their general wall roller, right? And you would not believe, if you lay off properly as any decent decorator, they go flat. Like, yeah. I, I, I've, I found the two fussy rollers were good, but I don't mm. know whether they've changed them, but they, they're all right for first use. And then yeah. the, the nip pulls in too tight to hold though after first use. I mean, Chris, these what these this is what people everyone who uses them, Tommy, everyone that's come work, they're like, I, I it holds so much pain. Like you could yeah. probably get, I don't know, six square meters done in one dip, and everyone's yeah. like, There's yeah. no way this is gonna lay off. And then yeah. it just goes flat. I mean, people think that we've sprayed ceilings and we haven't, you know what I mean? They, they, and um, I'll put a link up like when this yeah. podcast goes live or just send me a message. And they do these um, five mil um, microfiber ones as well um, yeah. for doors, but they're just, they're just immaculate. Your doors look finished. You know, you, you commented on um, one of my, pictures and you said oh you don't even need any help with any spraying they were yeah. finished with roller with those yeah. so they look but i tell you the best thing about them you know like a mini roller yeah where it's just the metal rod yeah it's the same with them so they just have a large metal rod so they don't rust yeah. they don't they don't get an egg in them or anything like that um yeah. Uh, and they don't sort of like start to work off the sleeve as you're rolling. Yeah. They're, that they're off sleeve purdies are terrible. Yeah. So they uh, and they once you push it in, they lock like a mini roller. They're, they're yeah. absolutely amazing. They're so so I good. found a couple of the fussy blokes. Once have been on mini roller ones. It's like the gripping mechanism in middle at roller don't hold anymore. Really? I was doing. Yeah. doing I was doing behind. Got one out the other day to do behind a radiator. Used one off my van because uh, I, I used to use one because it was that tight knitted. Bloody plumbers have got an habit of putting radiators on the short bracket side. So I needed yeah. a now one. So I got a warm one at a fan and went in. And when I turned it to go the way, it just fell off. Right? <laughs> oh, no, it's that's like the grip. <laughs> yeah, it's like the gripper thing's gone out middle. But I tell you, I quite like the Monarch ones. Mm. It's, it's just that mechanism buggers up. You know where you can pop it in a little tube? Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It, it oh, packs I, up I, after I, a bit. I, I, like the yeah. way, I like the way the arm's got a slight crank on it. Yeah. Yeah. But uh, that and um, Arrowworthy are pretty good, I'm, I'm liking at the moment. Or what, are they old, rollers, are they? Yeah, or good old yeah, Hamilton. Nice. The Hamilton Perfections, they're still uh, probably the only decent British product we've got left. <laughs> oh, really? Yeah, yeah, we haven't got much. Everything around yeah. us is German, French. But Finland. I think... I think that's um and and this is the thing we can only get these euro rollers in I think one or two places and then you try and speak to other merchants they go oh no one wants to pay the money and they are dear they're about yeah. sixty bucks for a frame and a sleeve we, we've got but, exactly the same with Monaco over here is it yeah because but they last yeah the it's only the only place that does them is uh, own base because it was bought right. out by Bunnings yeah gotcha Saint Sainsbury's so, own base they do them only place. Because this this is the other thing I um I was good the the other one is the monarch brushes but the ones you boys have been banging on about on the podcast are the wrong ones I'm telling you now they're all dusters <laughs> yeah, we use them as dusters uh, my but, my main one is the it's the advance yeah and then there's one I can't remember proper name it's a long long handled one uh, with a red top and it's got a out out of your stock it's got a delve either side and it's slash cut. Oh, oh yeah, okay. they're, they're 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 not too bad. It's a little sash cutter. Yeah, 
No, it's not yeah, a sash they're, cutter. They're... It's uh, I think it's called. I'll I'll stick a picture up later. It's a brush or molding one. That that's the one you want, Chris. They're they're oh, you can't even see, but they're monarch ovals, and they've got like a round spindle handle. Yeah. Like and that they I think they might be. I'll send you a picture later. I, I, but they... I think I might have one of them. I got it from the monarch rep at the German decorating show last year. Yeah. The the one with the yeah. mullet, real nice bloke. Yeah. There was one like a big thick set Maori bloke. Uh, they're real nice, they were, and they gave us this brush. And I says, Oh, these look good. He says, Oh, you won't get them in UK. I says, Why is that? He says, Because you're too tight, bastards, to pay 18 quid for one. <laughs> yeah, well, that's bad. again, they're expensive, but yeah. mate, working with that finish on the doors. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. There is no brush strokes with them at all. When we do a brand new door, like when you rub your hand over where you've just painted, you cannot. Brush strokes. See, I, I can't go on with the I can't go on with the triangle one, but Scott can. But which one's the triangle one? It's, what, like... per, it's, it's purple because we know them as tips. You get a one with a blue tip, one with a red, one with a purple. It's the purple tip and it's triangular. Is it yeah, the triangle? Yeah. Oh, oh yeah. yeah, they're weird. They're weird. Yeah, I, yeah we, I, I we... got my I got my mum to bring over, didn't I, Mark? About thirty sash yeah. brushes. Uh, I got Mark. Mark had never used a sash brush before, and you absolutely. You, love you them guys have some good. One of my favourite sash brushes is a Proform Picasso, which are Aussie brushes. Is it? I don't yeah. even think I've ever seen one of them. Have you seen yeah. one of them, Mark? No. That that and the Style Meister, the Dutch ones. The binding oh, round. I, They're I've, nice. I've screenshotted them to uh, try and get some of them on order. I think so. I think I've only got the Harris ones, which are not particularly good. See, but, I, yeah. we could we could send them over to you guys, but it costs us about eighty bloody quid. Fucking hell! Yeah, yeah. wow. It's, it's stupid money to send stuff your way. You know, yeah, if, if, I mean, you, we we could get a box and send them over, but you know, or a couple of boxes make it worthwhile. Get hundred quid's worth. Four or five boxes, send them over, but I bet it costs as much in postage as well. So you'd be paying two hundred bloody quid. Four or five <laughs> boxes of Chris, brushes. Chris, can I just ask you, when you have put on your undercoat, um what do you sand it with? Do you sand with um a 180 or what what do you sand the undercoat with before you would put on your aqua enamel or your gloss? Merca gold flakes. Do you have them? No, well, we're, we're festal, so we don't have. Yeah, we well, we're, we're festal, but Merca Flex are an and one. It comes on there like a roll. Yeah. It's like a sand colour, and the lap pads are about. They're about Spongy? Yep. But they've only got abrasive on one side. Okay. And it, it, out, out from 240 up to 400, depending on what you're doing. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. Just and, what, and sand, what? nip round to, you know, just inhibit it and keep it up. Yeah, and what do you use aqua enamel then, or your like water-based enamel? What's it called over there? Is it just called water-based enamel? Uh, yeah, we we don't. I don't use any British ones. We use Benjamin Moore, which is American one. I still can't. That blows my mind how you can put that straight on and it covers in two because there's nothing like that here, and it's really frustrating. No. Minimum uh, four coats here, like primer, a second undercoat, two two aqua enamels, and then we've got. Uh, Caprol, which is German. There's this PU, PU satin, mm-hmm. PU gloss, PU matte. They're, when when they're you mean primer. PU, like like polyurethane. what polyurethane? Yeah. Uh, do you have to put a hardener in them or something? Then? No, you can, you can get some the the extreme ones you spray. You can get hardeners and crosslinkers as they call them. 
but it's, it's just regular brush on spray on the caprol stuff is 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 pretty good if you can get it's if anybody wants to dip the toe into water-based and they're going from oil-based the caprol is the best stuff to try because it's I find it for me, it's pretty sticky like oil based gloss and it, it goes on a bit like oil based. Nearest to oil based, you'll get their half primer, uh, as it's called, is their water based adhesion primer and it's like bell metal and it, it, mm. it goes on like oil based, feels like oil based, looks like oil based. It's bulletproof. Because, I mean, go on, Mark, sorry. I was just going to say, Chris, is oil based paints being phased out over there? Like, would, would, like not, when, not, uh, not officially, but you find more and more decorators are veering off them. You still you, out, you, outside. You, I'd still use it because, well, they've stopped stopped distributing. It sickens. Used to be one at Best Stop Market. Sickens XD, well, probably the best. Sickens XD, AZ, my chosen method outside. But it's like they're pulling it from market. Mm. I don't think because it's oil based. I just think sickens are pulling it from UK market. Because that you, was. The, because when I when I left when when I left the UK, I was still using oil. Mark taught me how to use water-based paints. Yeah, it's, like, it's, it's last. I'd say last four or five years, it's really come on strong. And Benjamin and more, they've come up market and just blown everything out water. It's, mm. We know it as unicorns. You know when we joke about it. It's, I mean, it's expensive, but there's there's a method I've, I use and I can use it and save money. Yeah, exactly. You know, it's, it's like it's brilliant. Yeah. If you if you're in a yellow for a house, well, it's fu it's fully water based as far as I'm aware. The the mm -hmm. scu the scuffex is fully water based, but they don't do a gloss in it. If you want the gloss, you go for the advance, which is sort of hybrid, and it it doesn't go yellow; it it goes grey. Is it an alkaline uh, or yes. alkaline? Yeah, alkaline. So that, yeah, yeah, because do. One here that's like that, but yeah. in my opinion, every, basically everyone paints their houses white here, didn't they, Mark? It's so bloody boring. Yeah. Everyone's yeah. like, oh, you know, they've got ten tester pots of white on the wall. And <laughs> in my eyes, if you're doing ceilings, walls, and woodwork in white, if you're using oil base, you're left behind because it's going yellow in three to six months. Do you know what yeah. I mean? And it's yeah, don't get natural daylight on it, this color. Yeah, yeah. So, uh, what what's been your guys' best investment work wise? Tommy. <laughs> <laughs> Good answer, that one. Yeah. It makes a change from uh, Dustless. <laughs> um, my, my personal opinion is um, getting out and doing decorative finishes. Because yeah. everyone will say dust is sanding, but I think if you can expand your skill set, yeah. then Dust Dustless sanding used to be the thing. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. It's it's it's, com it's common thing for a decorator now. It's you know you don't even sell yourself on it much. I mean, we bumped into someone that we know who had a festival, and we were like, "Bloody hell!" I mean, even he's got yeah. a festival. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. that's it. Yeah, Every, everybody's like, "Say, Andy men are buying them over here now," because they've seen yeah. they've seen decorators on social media with it and think, "Oh yeah, yeah, good idea, mm. good idea." Yeah. So yeah. I think Chris, you know, investing in yourself, taking the time to check out YouTube when you're in the um, ah, good answer. Pinch. Yeah. Taking when you're in the paint shop, we we're very lucky to have um, the guys that work in the paint shop are just full of knowledge. I have a phone uh, a phone number for you actually. Uh, by the way, from Perry. Um, oh yeah, yeah. Just yeah, taking yeah. just taking the time then to check out new products. If somebody says they've got something, give it a word. Just don't dismiss it. 
yeah. like that. And, um, and don't buy it because somebody else says it's good. Get a try yourself. Yeah, that's it. Or don't dismiss it just because yeah. Mickey Joe said it's terrible. It's, uh, and we are yeah. very open-minded, yeah. maybe sometimes to a fault. But, you know, if one of the young lads say, oh, I've done this in another firm, check it out. And if it's yeah. no good, at I, least I think sometimes people try. are too, too lazy to see how stuff works, whether it be paint. We, we're, all, we're all got a different, like I've said many times, some of us are heavy-handed, some of us are light-handed. You know, you, yeah. prefer, you prefer a monocap for Corona. He prefers mm. a booster. Some people just want a shortcut without putting the effort in and finding out, yeah, that paint's good, but it works better with that, with that brush. Yeah. You know, it's that's well, what it's about, yeah. learning about it, you know, and playing with it. Yeah. So do you do you guys have an end game then for getting out, or is it just staying it till he dropped? I bloody hope not. <laughs> 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 um, um, yeah. Who, who knows? I don't. I mean, yeah. I don't know. Like, it, it, it would be, you know, it would be nice to not be on the tools at some point. You know, I've always said to Mark, I'd love to the fact that be able to, like, you know, get up in the morning, drop the kids off to school, go to the gym, and turn up on site for like nine ten, and then you know, do your few hours, do your running around, and then go back and look at everything back of house where you haven't got to be on your hands and knees, you know, at 60s, you know, sand. Yeah, exactly. And, and, and no disrespect to, you know, if you are in the 60s on your hands and knees sanding, if that, you know what I mean? But like for me, you know, it'd be great to, to not have to be doing that at that age, you know? Yeah. So is there any takeaways you can give the listeners? Any advice? If you could put a billboard up in the centre of Sydney, with some advice on a takeaway for anybody, what would it be? Oh, God. Um, <laughs> I'll, I'll let you guys explain. Too, too late on a Sunday for that. <laughs> um, I, 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 I know we touched on it earlier and Mark said it, it. Just being honest and transparent is really, really fucking important in my yeah. eyes. Like, um, yeah. You know, and, and, also, what we've learned massively is is not trying to do everything yourself. We don't yeah. like our social media and certain other things. <laughs> you know, like I, 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 me and Mark will do the stories, but we pay. I can't be bothered with it. I like yeah. I'll go on and I'll chat. A bit. I've really, I couldn't think of anything worse than trying to like go on there and arrange the photos and hashtag. It's just not my bag, and I just yeah. think you're better off paying someone who knows what they're doing. Stay in your lane. Yeah, exactly. Uh, you know, mm-hmm. and a little while ago, I thought, oh, I know what I'll do. I'll save some money and wash the ute myself. So I spent like a hundred, uh, like like sixty dollars, you know, buying all the stuff to do it. And I spent like four or five hours on Sunday cleaning the bastard thing, and it didn't look anywhere near as good. And I thought, I've just wasted all this money and time. I I could have been. I did well. I, I got my seven year old to help me do my van because I thought I'd give him something to do on a Sunday. Took us two hours and I gave him a tenner because that's what I did. I mean, hand wash around corner, uh, East yeah. Europeans. And I thought, do you know what? I could have called if I mean, it was short for obvious reasons, but I could have gone bloody hand car wash on way home if it were open. I could have been in and out in five minutes and had about an, an hour and 55 spare. <laughs> yeah, I know. That's yep. what I mean. I think that's yep. really important is putting a value on your time. Yeah, and like knowing, oh, 
you know, what was the thing that we sussed out recently, Mark? I'm, I, you know, like I, I'm, I'm the driver. Um, you know, Mark, Mark can't drive. It's not that yeah. he doesn't want to. He just can't. Um, and we were buggering about with me running around doing all this stuff. And then I suddenly said to Mark one day, or we had the conversation, he was like, why don't we just pay an air tasker? Because it's not just the money that we're losing on site that I'm not there. It's yeah. the money that I'm, you know, like you're down three hours because you're not on site, plus the three hours you would have earned that money. So it's like six hours worth of money all up. And yeah. we tweaked mm-hmm. and we were like, oh, my God, what have we I've, been doing? I've done this, and this is why I've, <laughs> I've, 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 I haven't been in of merchants. It must be, must be a year now, easy, over a year, because I just have it all delivered. You know, if yeah. you order over 100 quid, it's free. I just have it all delivered. Yeah. It saves me about two and a half grand a year, just just in driving about, plus whatever yeah, work yeah. I've lost. You know, and I just think, mm. just be organised. You know, order yeah. it to, I've, I've just ordered some paint this week for a job I'm starting second week in January. <laughs> yeah. Wow. wow. That is organised. That is organised, bloody hell. <laughs> that, that, I mean, it's what now? Well, we're not, it, we're not 29th of November. It'll come, stacking corner at garage, get labelled up, and I know it's there ready. You know, nice. it's pr- pretty organised. You know, saves driving about. Wow. So, but did it take you then, Chris, a lot of, like, wasted time going to the job and then having to leave and being caught in traffic and then coming back yeah. and trying to catch yeah. up and then my hours to say, right, yeah. Well, it's, yeah, well, man, it, I think the last time I went, I can remember off the top of my head, it'll be on my Instagram, there's a, I think it's June last year, there's a, a, bung- uh, a bungalow we have what we call terror we call them terrapins on seafront because we i live on coast and there was uh prefab houses that they built in war because of house shortage they're supposed mm. to be temporary but then people start buying them and turning them and doing them up a bit and turning them into little holiday homes some people living them permanent and we did one bright pink like balamore um and it's it's hard to estimate when you're spraying on um onto rough cast render and obviously if it's white and maggie you don't mind overestimating because you can use it somewhere else but bloody bright pink there's not many places you can use that so yeah. we did it right down to teens what would use and i think we're going to end and we needed a bucket to finish it so i says to that young lad with me then i said you'll go make a start get taping up be there at eight i left mine i think it was seven o'clock to get to merchants for half past which is hull 15 miles away by the time i got to johnson's Got it. Got back. Got back to the site. Quarter past nine. To oh, do a yeah. thirty mile round time, because man. you get to edge of all. You just it all commuting traffic into town. Mm. Buses. They've got bus lanes you can't use. You've got everybody commuting. And I thought, fuck this, and just swapped mm. fully to ordering everything. It's one of the reasons. I mean, I still use Johnsons on rare occasion. I still use Brewers, which is in Hull, but because I take the deposits, the money sat in my bank for job. I'll ring up, Brewers rung me yesterday for some, oh, your so-and-so's coming, when, when do you need it? I just said, whenever you're passing next week, Dave, because mm. I know I need it for a job that's in a month's time. They yeah. love it because I'm playing the game. I don't set up, I don't expect them to come out, do that journey for a five-litre tin of paint. I just say, whenever you're passing, because I know they've got a, a big uh, spot, this supply up row for one at Porter Cabins, and they'll be there three times a week. So I just said, drop it in my porch when you're passing. You know, and it just yeah, seems nice. a hell of a lot of messing about. You know, I, mm. I can just order it. I can go online. Well, what? When did I order that paint? Friday morning. Half six Friday morning. Went online, logged in. 
had a list of colours, ordered my paint, clicked deliver, got notification done, switch off, go to work. Yeah. You know, it makes it easier. It does. It does. It does. I mean, it's like the, the, the thing with us as well is like where we didn't have the canopy on the back of the ute for such a long time. We could only fit X. Everyone's got a bloody ute here, haven't they? Yeah. At, at the time. Just reminds me of Joe, Joe Mangle in Neighbours. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but it was like, but now we're at a stage where we can rack it out and keep like, you know, yeah. Zins are in there all the time and this and that. It's, you know, it's can't nothing. Can't you just get a normal van then? Oh, they're like well, you can, No, do you know what it is, right? Is at the time, this is pre-Mark coming into the business, I got the U and um, I got it because we, we knew we were going to have a baby and it's dual cab, isn't it? So there's five, yeah. it's like a car and then you can put, and then there is quite a lot of room in the back once you do it, do you know what I mean? So it was doubled can't, up. Can't, can't you get like a three-seater van? Yeah, but then if there's four of you... Yeah. Oh no, three of you. Do you know what I mean? Sorry. Yeah. yeah see, there's four. There's four of us. Dog. Yeah. yeah. There's, there's four of us, and we have a estate car, and we yeah. have a my van. I had a little noddy van, two seater Citroen Berlingo, and then I got a. Well, it's a Nissan, but basically it's a Renault Traffic with Nissan badges on, but it's three seater. Yeah. You know, so if I'm if I've got to nip kids somewhere, we can all go in it. You know. And it is Andy. Look. I, I, Hands down, vans are better for work, especially yeah. when it's raining and shit like that. Like, you know what I mean? Or yeah. just just storage-wise and stuff, you can just get a lot more mm-hmm. in them. You know what I mean? Yeah. But the, the practicality of having the five seats plus the yeah. van bit at the back is really handy. Yeah. So coming up for last fuel then, room 101, do you guys know what this is? <laughs> yeah, yeah, I remember that from, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> Neil Hancock or Neil Malarkey, as my dad used to call him for some reason. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> well, uh, Mark Mark's not far off my age, so he'll remember. Yep, I remember that. Yeah, yeah. what are well, we getting then. rid of? Yeah, three um, things. Is that three things each? Because I know me and yeah. Mark would get rid of a lot of shit. Well, yeah, we three things a lot each. of shit. Well, three, three things <laughs> each. Um, I suppose. Um, Vapor box, get rid of it. Yeah. Is that like a brush, brush mate? Box. What we'd call brush mate. Yeah, brush yeah. mate. Yeah. yeah. Get rid of it. Um, oil based, oil based paint, get rid of it. And I know I'm missing out. I'm sort of. Um, what else would I get rid of? What do we get at? Um, I'm trying to think now because um, we do hate a lot of shit. We spend a lot of our days just ta- ta- dirty brushes. Dirty <laughs> yeah. brushes. Yeah, get rid of them. <laughs> See, this is something I did make notes on. That, like, yep. I was like, right, I'm definitely writing these down. Have you got a right long list? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I would have, but I, I did narrow it down to three or four. Um, I, I'll put products that say no rubbing down on them. Yeah. No rubbing down required or stuff that just markets, you know, you don't need to rub down. Minimal prep. Think, yeah, because <laughs> I just that. think it's just a <laughs> fucking guaranteed gateway to shit, shit yeah. show work, isn't it? Um, yeah. Electricians, fucking put them in the bin straight away, messy bastards. Um, oh, my God. <laughs> yeah. Um, and uh, P50, I don't know if you have that there or not. Do you know what P, they call it? Profile 50, I hate it. 
it's instead of like square set or cornice, yeah, they have like a channel that's like this big. It's 50 mil, and that's why it's called Profile 50, P50, and it goes around the edge of the room, and yeah. it sort of makes the ceiling look like it's floating. But it's just a pain in the ass to paint. You've got to get a little fitch up there. Yeah. If you're brush and rolling, you've got to gap it. You've got to yeah. gap it. It's just shit. I, I, imagine it'd be, it. I imagine it'd be a bit like a shadow on a suspended ceiling. You know, I when you. The shadow line, yeah. Yeah, yeah they, they used to put that little black, black paint to get some bloody uh, thin lats of wood and paint the narrowest side black, pin it round room, and then put the suspended ceiling on straight onto that. Yeah, that's it. That's it. Yeah, that's exactly it. I just think it's shit. Everyone, it's like everywhere here. Like the amount amount of times I've gone round that way, bloody flat fitch, doing it in black. (laughs) Yeah, that's it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. When you're next to me, or respect paper or something expensive and all, and your hands shaking, you're thinking, shit, I should have been drinking (laughs) last night. (laughs) Brilliant. So. Where can we find you online and social media? Will you know as soon as you don't do it yourself? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we're, um, we're on Insta, aren't we, Mark? And Facebook, yeah. we, you know. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, really, we're on Instagram. We've got a website, dopedeco.com.au. Um, oh, look that up. I didn't know you had one. Yeah, it got launched yeah. a couple of months ago. It's it quite professional. Yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> Our, t- our mate Tyson from Free Range Design done it. He's v- he's very good. Um, and we're on Instagram, which is dope dot deco. Um, yep. Yeah, you'll find probably find me and Mark chatting bollocks on our stories in a couple of months. I've nice seen I've seen you, but I've never seen Mark on there. Is he a bit shy? Yeah, I, I just said, <laughs> Chris. I did do a few, but um, everybody was going, "God, bloody hell, I'm dizzy" because I was doing a walkthrough of the house, and I think maybe I was um, a bit too fast. Yeah, so yeah, I, I, I do. But having said that, the, the particular jobs that I have been on of late, I, I didn't think there was um, much content, but um, we've got a few nice jobs coming up now to Christmas. So I think yeah. I'll be um, I th- doing I everybody's I've head been, in. I've been on the run of a few jobs where you think there's no worth posting on this. It's just a yeah. regular paint. You know, it's noteworthy, yeah. is it? Nah, it's, it's it's hard, isn't it? Sometimes you think it's not really a photographable job. Um, yeah, it's, it's it, just it does... it's just a room repaint. Everybody does them week in week out. Yeah, yeah. you know, and then and then sometimes I, I I've taken pictures of this whole unit that we French washed, and they just look shit. I'm like, yeah. I'm so annoyed. I'm I'm thinking about getting Tommy over just to take the photo for me, Tommy Devitt. Well, I was just going to say, <laughs> maybe, maybe outsource your photography. Yeah. If, well, you know, if, you get, if you get one job off it, it could be worth it. It's mm-hmm. it's more it's more the colour. It's just you know, like the colour just looks washed out. I think I might, you know, and I don't. This is the thing we don't edit our photos, but I feel like it just needs to be tweaked because the yeah. blues. Well, that's that's where if you've got a pro in, you know, if yeah, you, they know somebody, what they're doing. Somebody that come in and use them regular, and you know, did it did it at a discounted rate because you do them regularly. If you've got a decent project, if it, if it costs you two hundred quid and you get another job off it, is it worth it? Yeah, true. Yeah, yeah. Peter, we might have a job coming up for you, mate. <laughs> so, yeah. so hobbies outside of work. What do we do outside work when we're not working? Oh, Kids. Kids. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but yeah, I'm there. Yeah. yeah. We're, we're, we're taking out for a bike ride down seafront next. Get them out to house. <laughs> yeah. 
That's it. My little boy does jiu-jitsu. He's been doing it for three years now. So that's it. That's, yeah. that's just it is Saturday, Sundays, everything. And then um, no hobby for my heart. Just go to work, come home, jiu-jitsu with him and back. Witching hour, bed. Do you find kids <laughs> have a better social life than you? <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. What about you, Adam? DJing? Yeah, DJing. Yeah. Um, and and the gym, really. And it, when I get chance, go and snowboarding. Yeah. I, but I, predominantly DJing. I, I love my house techno. I, I was house. just I was just going to ask you what sort of music. I know I know it's you know obviously classic. basically any anything underground really. I play for quite a big night here called Sash. It's probably the biggest sort of like minimal on house, deep house night in Sydney. <laughs> that just reminds me of Kevin in Perry. Sasha or Shikey. <laughs> <laughs> One of my so, favourite films. <laughs> oh, it's fucking it. But we were talking about that on, on site the other day and laughing a lot about it. It's brilliant. Yeah. In, in between is as good, but it's just not quite Kevin and Perry, is it? If you've no. seen any in between us stuff. Yeah. That that were on the other night, we'd 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 finish watching summer and as as we stopped it, it come on on telling it in between it was that bit where they're at nightclub and bloody Neil's doing his dance. Oh, he's, he's <laughs> bloody AC is like, but yeah, still yeah. not patch on Kevin and Perry. Yeah, no, it's no. very funny. So There's something about that nineties comedy, isn't there? Do you know what I mean? It's, yeah. it's very funny. Harry Enfield and loads of money and all that lot. Yeah. What what other ones? Were Stavros or Spiros? Kebab shop owner used to do. <laughs> oh, yeah. Not very PC, are they? <laughs> no, no, that wouldn't happen now, would it? <laughs> well, it's that it's that fools and horses, isn't it? Some of the stuff they've said in that you won't get away with now. No, no, no. So, lastly and final one: Who are you guys digging on Insta? Um, um Tom, Tommy Devon, I think, is sort of the um, his work is very good. Yeah, he's he's uh he's he's very good. Um, I, I but for lads from the UK, I, I really like Scott Honson's decorating. Um, yeah. he's a really good lad. Really like um Saxby decorating as well. Yeah. Um, I talk. I, I I don't even know his name. I feel really bad. But there's there's all the big ones in the UK and stuff. But um, I I, I might um shout out a few Aussies that people might not know about, you know, because I know it's obviously. Yep. But um, you'll have to check out, he's, he's actually a mate of mine um, and he does a lot of trout finishes and stuff, but he does artwork and it's insane. Um, my mate, Danny Willens, you have to check out his, which is DC Willens artwork. And he does these massive murals and they're just incredible. I mean, it's all airbrushed and stuff, but I know it's a bit arty. It's not really... Pat, but he, he's yeah, a painter by lines, trade. It? It's, all, it's all painting, yeah. you know. He's a painter by trade and does trowel finishes and stuff as well and then does his murals over the top of it, so yeah. it's pretty cool. Yeah. Um, in Perth, there's two ladies called Painted Earth. It's Painted Dot Earth 1, and they're, they're, they're over in Fremantle, I think. They're pretty insane. Um, uh, Nikki from Recreate Painting and Decorating is probably one of the best painters in... Well, she's moved to Noosa now, hasn't she, Mark? But, mm -hmm. um, she's very humble, 
very lovely because when I was we were trying to teach ourselves to spray we've had a lot of headaches with it and she said look come over and have a look at my job in Centennial Park she wasn't flexing her muscles over it or anything she yeah. was just saying I just want you to see if you persevere with spraying what you the end result yeah, can what you look can like. achieve yeah. yeah and she's just incredible her work's flawless isn't it Mark it's it's mm-hmm. pretty pretty awesome amazing yeah um and our, our mate Alex um artful decorator very nice guy um yeah dm applications damien who's who's helped us on that um tempo job where we did all the dials we create those sundials out of render he he helped us out with that um and uh make it mint as well over in uh, new zealand he's a bit of a legend and brent search painter he's a lovely guy as well you just gonna have to bully message me all these i can't keep yeah up. sorry I'm, I'm, I'm going on yeah but they're all worth fine. a shout out yeah brilliant yeah okay though well it's uh it's been a first i weren't expecting <laughs> Yeah. Having two of the yeah, other ones, it's, 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 it's made it interesting. Two blokes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so it's been brilliant to catch up with you anyway. Yeah, thank you very oh, much. Oh, it's been Chris. brilliant. Yeah, brilliant. Cheers, uh, guys. Uh, I just want to say, Chris, just before you go, um, I, I think it's a really lovely thing what you're doing, the Brothers of the Brush podcast. Cheers. Um, it's really, really good for the community and that, mate, and uh, I hope you keep it up on that. Right. Cheers, uh, Adam. It's really lovely. Cheers, mate. Cheers. Bye. Same here, Chris. Thank you, buddy. Cheers. Okay, bye, Chris. Well, that's all we have time for in this week's episode. I hope you enjoy listening to him as much as I do. Now, if you'd like to show your support, you can do it in various ways. You can click on the Buy Me a Coffee link in the show notes, leave us a review on iTunes, hashtag Bobcast on Insta, and share us with your friends. You can also reach out to us on the usual channels, which again can be found in the show notes, as we do always appreciate your feedback. And if you ever fancy taking part, then simply just contact us. Thanks for listening. See you next time. Painted podcasts are produced by the Painting Contractors Association and is made possible by members and industry partners. To find out more about upcoming education opportunities or for more information about joining PCA, visit PCAPaintEd.org.